coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. I, I mean, he's it's... still a like fucking thirty-six-year-old quarterback. Nah, dude, it's the best um... move in free agency for value and needed. Value and what's uh... needed, I think, Ooh, is the best. There's move. a lot of moves going on there. I don't know. That's a toughie. It's not that tough. They've just got a former MVP and a guy that just needs to stand in the pocket and sling it. I mean, I think Mitch MVP Trubisky's probably better value. Five years ago. Uh, uh, sorry, Dave. Sorry, 36 to, years I just old. need to stop you there for a second. Jazz, can you repeat that horrendous amount of bullshit? I didn't hear what I said. What did I say? <laughs> I, I must have blacked out. What I said is it? Do, you said out. it right. We can, <laughs> like... we, can, we can go back and check the tapes. That isn't an issue. <laughs> what did you say? I said as a joke that Mitch Trubisky was better value. Oh, okay, all right. So I got, I got a, a just. I didn't hear let's, it. Let's stay on this Mariota Trubisky thing. I got a message from a friend of mine who listens to the show, one of the three, and uh, he said. Is the stable of quarterbacks on your podcast the worst trio of quarterbacks that a podcast Ooh, supports? That's pretty funny. That's <laughs> and pretty very fair. That's really fair. Trubisky We're all hurts bit... and Mariota is a that hurts. Bad... That hurts. I mean, hold on, hold on. No one's saying Trubisky's going to start. We might be looking at the time of Mason Rudolph. I, I went off on one on the um, one of the other Verge magazine podcasts when the guy was like, and I think the Steelers have done a great job bringing in Mitch Trubisky. You know, he's gonna. I was like, I would have. It's Jimmy kind of a nothing mood to me. Move for me. I'm not like. I don't think it's awful. Like I, for I the money and stuff, I, I think, it's think it's fine. I don't think it's possible. It's not. I wouldn't say it's not possible. It's just possible is funny. It's not. It's, it's not really it depends how you look at it. You, yeah, you've no. got to look at what they've trying to achieve <laughs> by getting Trubisky in. From my point of view, they're trying to get someone who's better than what they have currently, which I would say he is, based on what we've seen on game tape. But they're not paying him that much. They're paying him not even a good backup salary. So if he's not even getting paid as a good backup, they're going to be going to try and draft someone. 14 year to 14. It's 14 mil. And if he he gets incentive up to 27. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's if he plays and does well, he'll get paid well. But I wouldn't say well. He'll get paid like a very good backup quarterback. Which is kind of what he probably is, right? If we're looking exactly. at it on balance, like he's not, he's Good. not a guy that's going to ruin your team. No, he won't. And, and I don't, I don't think he's going to ruin your even your chances of winning some games. But he's not a franchise. He will lose. No. He will lose the Pittsburgh Steelers more games than he wins. Like on, it will be on his shoulders. His arm will lose them more games with interceptions than he wins them games. But he'll win drives. more games than Rudolph will win games because Rudolph throws the ball five yeah, there's yards downfield. There's, there's probably a better chance to win. There's a higher ceiling with Trubisky. But like fundamentally, if you were he's a good go runner out, as well, if you were going to go out and get Trubisky, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to end up at, somewhere for fucking pennies on the dime. At this point, because like of Baker shoulder, Mayfield, they could have a shoulder yeah. surgery as well. Like, I think he's going to be really cheap, and yeah. I would yeah. rather have Jimmy Garoppolo over Mitch Trubisky. Yes, yeah, because definitely. as well, yeah, Garoppolo is a two-year placeholder, perfectly in terms of you know exactly what you're getting. You still don't really know what you're getting with Mitch Trubisky. Maybe there is a massive upside because look, he was at Chicago. It's not a good setup. Not a good team. 
But it was also clearly Matt Nagy is not a genius. It's all Andy Reid. But it's but it's not a team as well where you thought well if like you you never thought that the quarterback wasn't also holding them back in that like as in terms of his decision making his accuracy like he had errors in his game that also led to that offense looking really bad. I think I was when we were on this uh, podcast uh, this Talking Heads podcast. I had a quick look up of what was the worst seasons of Trubisky and Mayfield in comparison to each other. Mm-hmm. And Trubisky's worse, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, no yeah. Arguing that. Is anybody saying that he isn't worse, no, though? No, it, it was just more interesting that, you know, we're pretty hard on Baker Mayfield. Well, Jazz and I are, at least. Yeah. Um, and Trubisky is, is far worse than that. And so anybody well, that is thinking that Trubisky yeah. is actually a passable starting quarterback in this league right now, I mean, if if Jazz and I are saying that Baker is a, like a lower end starter, then Trubisky's a backup, like he has been in Buffalo, and that's yeah, all he, he should, is. He should be that. a backup, and he will be long term, I'm sure. Yeah, I'd be really shocked if he suddenly came into the Steelers team, competed, won the um, job, unless he's against what he's currently there. Game. If mm. he's currently there with those two other ones, Haskins and Rudolph. I can't see how Trubisky yeah. can lose that because he's got more talent than the other two. The Haskins one is weird of why you'd still keep him around as well. I don't know that either. They that might cut so him. Odd. There's loads of time to cut him. Yeah, They'll probably yeah. cut him. Uh, yeah. Just quickly, seeing as we mentioned it, we are brought to you here at Return the Picks by Verge Magazine. The opinions shared on this podcast do not represent the opinions of Verge Magazine. I was told to say it, and I do feel like we should make sure we say it. Just to... I know, I've got to <laughs> laugh sure. every time, though. Well, I'm waiting for next week when we get Josh Potter on, when it's like the... Re- the... Oh, yeah, I know. Well, I've, I've <laughs> All got opinions some... shared on this podcast in particular are in no way, shape, or form, Jazz, and I will use that phrase. Yeah, you're not going to be able to muzzle Josh, I don't think. A reflection of uh, a Verge magazine at all, but that'll be fun. Josh Potter next week should be, uh, should be an absolute... Should blast. be fun. But going back to the Trubisky thing, the reason why they'd go for him over Jimmy G is, one, he's costing less for definite because Jimmy G is going to want to be paid more money than Trubisky would want to be paid. Because Trubisky knows that his role is not to start now. He's got to try and carry on backing up or have a chance to compete somewhere because he knows that he's not going to be given the starting job anywhere, really, because no teams are that QB needy. And there's so many teams that have traded and got things. And even if they think the QB class in this year isn't very strong, they're always going to over draft mm-hmm. somewhere anyway which we've seen with the pro days and all that stuff and the the choreographed workouts like malik willis for example that one oh, where he, I hate that. he he has the little oh he's gonna pass rush oh he's gonna go back and i was gonna throw it sort of 70 yards yeah, downfield remember zach wilson everyone went crazy about that throw yep. running against the grain going from his right to left and then throwing with his right arm back across the yep. field and everyone's like oh my god look at zach wilson and then yep. every quarterback for the next two weeks did that on their pro days as well didn't catch as much fire, but it was something like, oh yeah, they can all do that when there's nobody rushing at you and you've got a wide open receiver yeah. downfield. And you can see everything. Like, yeah. yeah. And you've practiced it maybe a thousand times. Yeah. Um, this pro day thing's a joke. Absolutely. But going back to the Trubisky thing <laughs> with that is that the it's reason why you take the Trubisky... Sorry. I agree with you because it's all choreographed too. Yeah. And at least with the draft and the combine, especially, you have receivers who haven't aren't used to the QBs and how they throw the ball. And the QBs aren't used to the speed of the receiver and how they move and how they faint in bits and pieces mm. sorry go back Trubisky, to yeah. 
he has mobility, like Dave said. So the thing with that is that you listen to Tomlin after the season, he said that what he wants in his next QB is one, to be good in the pocket, good at throwing, but he also wants some movement and some agility and some mobility. I wonder why he'd want that after the end of yeah. Big Ben's experience. Well, Big ben, so when Big Ben started off, he wasn't <laughs> mobile, but he would move around and no, I know. I just sacks off. So yeah, yeah. he had... Him and Jerome Bettis rolling out was like watching the front wheel and the rear wheel of a steamroller just slowly out of the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. But you have someone who has that mobility. So you have the the blueprint almost in in Trubisky of what they're kind of looking for. And if they're looking to try and find someone through the draft that has those attributes as well, and you're going to tailor the offense to someone who can run as well as pass, well, you want a backup that can do that. And they know Rudolph can't do that. And you know, really, Haskins, well, who knows what Haskins is doing these days? That was it. That was on the Talking Heads podcast. It was uh, the Steelers have gone out and made the most shrewd pickup, I think it was. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just utter garbage from Dan. Um, I'm happy. Considering all the other. Like, Miles Jack is a way better pickup for the That's Steelers. a great That's signing. That's a really fun one. That's right? a great signing. And yeah. I agree with the person that you spoke to last week saying that the Steelers Joe linebacking Riga. core now is the best linebacking core in the NFL, which it is. You probably the thought only, that the before is... Joe said it and before Miles Jack came in, but yeah, we'll just throw another one in there. I suppose the comparison it. with Trubisky in terms of like his best year when he technically went to a pro Bowl, I don't know if he was an alternate. Well, he not. almost won a playoff game. The, yeah, they went to the, the playoffs. Double they went to the playoffs and that and they and they lost did everything, but you know, like... but exactly, but the defense did everything. But the Steelers have a legitimate defense. If the players can stay healthy, that they he's gonna have a lot of support around him. Yeah. So yeah, he's got a very good though, running back. If you, you went say, into this Trubisky's, season, Trubisky's best year was basically the Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard. Cohen takes a swing pass five yards deep and creates seven yards going forward after the line of scrimmage. I mean, Trubisky's Trubisky lived off Alan Robinson in the same way. I think I posed this question. I can't remember if it was on this or something else. Of Is Alan Robinson as good a receiver as we think he is? Or does he look better because he's forced to make spectacular catches because he's never had a good quarterback throwing him the ball? OBJ style, Eli Manning type thing, right? Or is he even better than that because he's had crap QBs throwing the ball yeah, the entire exactly. time? Oh, we'll that's that's the kind of thing about Alan one. Robinson. But yeah. in the same way, like Trubisky may have made Alan Robinson look like an amazing receiver because he throws bad balls all the time but he had a great receiver in theory in Alan Robinson. So he had that as a safety blanket. And then he had Tariq Cohen in the backfield uh, with a one-two punch with Jordan Howard and Cohen coming out of the backfield on receiving routes. And it was like check down city over and screen, check down, screen, check down, neat one over the middle. I mean, there was, I couldn't think of a Mitch Trubisky pass where I stood there and was like, woo. Wow. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the part of the experience where it was, there just wasn't enough. He could do lamp damage limitation and he could get you a lot of first downs with his legs. But he threw some key interceptions that killed them. And I was looking back at his stats. He didn't throw that many interceptions, not as many as I remember. Well, I think his highest was 12. I've got down here. In the but... season, he was a pro bowler. I mean, he threw 24 TDs that year. But that's, again, in a modern-day NFL. I know. Like yeah. pro bowl, That's pro game bowl, management. Pro bowl QBs, you're thinking you know 5000 yards and he got put in good field TDs. position by his defense as well which had shit loads of takeaways yeah. so i don't know there's there's a lot of parallels though i don't think i don't think it's a bad move and um i'm interested to hear because i was i thought maybe jazz you would be really like annoyed by it but it seems like you're fairly 
Sanguine uh, it was, about it. It was really fun turning up at this house up north the other week and opening jazz opens the door to me he's like what are you doing here i was like oh i booked this place and you know they said it was double booked i figured i'd still come up see what it's like <laughs> blah blah all that naff stuff and then like the next sentence through my mouth getting through the door Steelers signed trubisky and jazz just like oh <laughs> yeah. no oh man. yeah so my instant visceral reaction was what the hell is going on no well, one at least be you signed. didn't get mayfield the rapper ball was talking today about um the steelers i would being a potential candidate for that still I mean, but I wouldn't I turn my back, but I mean, I'd be yeah. very livid. I mean, the thing with that too is you'd be having to pay him more money and we shouldn't be paying him any money no, ever. No, no. You're, you're going to draft someone. You're going to draft someone. That's why someone I think it's going to So we're going to draft someone in the second round possibly. Yeah, and, and Tomlin is going to go into the season. If, he, if he's if he got Trubisky, I bet he's a good enough coach and you've got a good enough rest of your team that you still win 10 games, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Well, I mean, I think that hey, that's where you are. we managed to win eight with Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I think that's a 10-win team. It might be good enough for the playoffs, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, except... Well, the... uh, I don't think so in the AFC this year. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah that's... that's rough. It's if, pretty if tough, put, that. If you put the Steelers year. in the NFC... They walk cakewalk. That's a, that's a, yeah, championship, keep, that's a championship I keep, team. I keep forgetting, how, like, yeah, the NFC is... Uh, is the joke this year. It's pretty rough. It's a big joke. That's 16 teams of pretty much joke. Well, I mean, if you go just for QBs, like I said to you on the WhatsApp group, I would say there's four possible QBs. There's one in each division. I'm being pretty generous to Dak Prescott in that one, but there's one in each division. Yeah, you, there. you, you got... heard what Joe said, Amari Cooper called Dak Prescott, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, That's yeah, pretty... yeah, just the best line. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Dak, I do like that a lot. But I'm just trying to think of right here, Dak one QB in the NFC, <laughs> NFC East that has anything. So that's the best one you can find. So I thought I'd give him the benefit of the doubt and put him in there, but... Again, the trouble you have with the Cowboys as well, going back to that and, and the Cooper leaving and and them still paying Ezekiel Elliott as much as they're paying him is because they've given so much money to Dak and Zeke and they can't give up on the Zeke project. If they've done that, granted, Cooper might have still left anyway because if you say that about a QB, clearly you don't want to be there. Kirk, Kirk, Cousins, seems... Kirk Cousins might be the third best quarterback in the NFC. No. <laughs> Statistically. Be. So who's the better two? Rogers and Brady. Or Brady's. So back, you're not so. going to take your boy Stafford at three. Oh yeah, shit! I forgot about Stafford. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that's right, Ollie. Sorry. Yeah. Three, yeah. Oh, I mean, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. But good. But Stafford is a is a wild boy. I mean, I I like Stafford more than I like Cousins, obviously. But like Stafford because he's a better player. Erratic and throws a lot of interceptions. I mean, well, this is suck. this is this is what I want to ask our um our guest um the Colts fan. Is where he thinks George, the Colts... who is George, who is like Cher in that he hasn't given me a last name, so he's just George, just George, oh, George the Colts like fan. Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass moves, a power move, to be honest. He yeah, I don't like it. To... He doesn't trust you that to know that his I last can't name. Can't blame him on that. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Sorry, Wilson, social... the stealer of identities. I got his social. Oh, we got NFL in inter NFL UK media beef as well. I don't know if we can talk about it or not on this, but. Let's not do it on air. Let's do it Maybe shall we? I think, yeah, I think... tell me about that afterwards. Yeah, well, I, I know. Because we don't want to be offending our overlords of Verge magazine. No, no, really. no. It's all good. We're all good with Verge. And also, we can still kind of do and say what we want. Um, yeah, no. Like somebody that was recently on the podcast, there's some there's some beef. I love it. It's great. I think I know. You know well, who we can guess about. who that's going to be. <laughs> Seeing as we devoted some significant time to it. Wait. I, I think you guys might be off. I'm not sure. No, I'm pretty sure we're on the right page here. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's some there's some uh, intellectual property theft. Oh right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, well, I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. Damn. But yeah, I want to know. Only NFL thoughts, man. God damn. Where where are we? Where are we really <laughs> ranking the Colts? Like in the AFC now, it's so stacked that they're, they're on a similar kind of even with Ryan, they're kind of on a similar level. I would have thought to like the Steelers. Oh, they're like better the than the Ravens because they've got a better QB. They're the better Steelers, than the Ravens. They've got a the better Ravens, defense running game. The Patriots. Better than the Patriots. That, that defense is still great. Jonathan Taylor, if he replicates even you know two thirds of last season, still one of the best running backs in the league. They can and really that, do the receiver, couldn't they? That's what I think. They well, obviously wish out George. Yeah, Bradley, they need to think, sign someone. Just let, yeah. just let Zach I mean, there's a guy walk out the there's door. There's a guy with uh, he likes to a number eleven. Yeah, are they going to do that? I'm yeah, you moved out. The, you moved out the frame too, so you can see the jersey. Dave. Surely that, he's man? got. They've got yeah. the cap room. Well, yeah. how much is he going to cost? I don't think. He's, I think he's going to be cheap. How much? I, don't, gonna know, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be that much because he was yeah. out for, injured for last year. Most bring of last him up. Year. Bring like, him. Let the boys have one more run at him. Oh my God, that, that would be so amazing. Be right so together, we die together. <laughs> yeah, Bad boys. It's all the stars are aligning. I am. Yeah, and I need a second team this year because the Falcons are going to be trash. Mm. So um, it's going to be the Colts, especially yeah, if number 11 jumps up. The Mariota, of course, he can't take number 11. So then Pitt- Pittman wears number 11 in the Colts. So he can wear number mm. two again, maybe take Carson's old number. But going back to the Falcons, I think it's a yeah. strange move from Arthur Smith to sign Mariota as his potential starting QB. Unless, of course, the Falcons take up somewhere in the draft as well. Because... It's not like he had great success with him in Tennessee. Yeah. I think it's just a player that he knows, which kind of points to the fact that they're, yeah, it's not a, you know, he's going to come in and really compete no matter what they say. He's not going to be their solution long-term. They've just gone from getting Deshaun Watson, one of the, you know, top five QBs to, you know, stepping down like three runs to basically a, a backup. Yeah, but he looked okay with the Raiders as well. And when he yeah, came I in, know he, he he'll be fine. Bad. But it's, it's a, just it's, it's just a, solid, a year, isn't it? Solid placeholder. Look, let's yeah. uh, let's continue this chat, but let's bring in our guest this week, uh, the man who is like Cher because he only has one name. He is George from George on Sports, uh, the X and O podcast. How you doing, man? Lovely to see you. You're in my territory now. Normally, I'm joining you guys in your kind of little <laughs> world. You're, you're in my house now. <laughs> um, I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Um... Uh, I think I, well, oh, Austin. that was George, a great appearance from George. That was awesome. Thank you very much <laughs> for joining us. That was uh, that was great. No, really insightful. Actually, gave us that gave us that real info into the uh, into the Colts. There, we just lost you for a sec there, but sorry about that. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me just sort this out. Sorry, guys, I've had a mad whirlwind of a day, but essentially, I'm here. Um, yeah, thanks for the intro. Um, that's right, Jordan of Sports and the Knicks and but man, the NFL just doesn't want to stop. No, it's yeah. drunk. It needs to go home. I think Stefan Diggs' <laughs> tweet summed it up best with those two eyes and what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we had we had some um, good content of like I know there's a couple of people that have done like videos of basically living through free agency, and it's you wake up, you see your phone, you're like. Oh. What's happened Monday, now? You wake up Tuesday, you see your phone, you're a bit more startled. You wake up Wednesday, you're like, what the hell is going on here? 
Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. Ashra Mash in the NFL did a, uh, she hosted and put one of these sorts of videos. She was decked out in all black as a mock funeral, of course, for Devontae Adams leaving the Packers and everything. Oh, so. But no. also in the colours of the Raiders, so it still works. Yeah, yeah, it's, it worked real nicely, actually. <laughs> it worked real nicely. Um, but yeah, George, we got you back now, man. Or are you, uh... oh, it's oh. a lovely picture of him playing American football for the Exiles. Is that? And he's gone. <laughs> What? That was very Roy Hodgson, that Ollie. What? You know, the bit where when he's watching the game, it's like that. Puts <laughs> his head down suddenly. <laughs> yeah, <Remember> no, that? <laughs> <laughs> that was what that was like. Oh my god! Yeah, I think that's still a gift, Jazz. I I'm have to very sure it will always be a gift <laughs> or a GIF, however you want to pronounce it. I believe it's they changed it to SIF actually, didn't they? After they did nice cream cleaner. Yeah. Get your hob nice and sparkly. Just, oh. I think it's that George doesn't want to have this discussion about the Colts and Matt Ryan, and you know he's scared <laughs> to go up against a Falcons fan in this. There's a level of intimidation going on here that you know. As soon as I said, <laughs> as soon as I said you're in my territory now, he was like, "I'm out." Oh, the <laughs> the internet's gone. Oh, he's absolutely knackered. What's going on? I can see him now. He's I apologize, guys. Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry, my internet's nice playing up. But you just mentioned, um, you know, Colts and and Falcons and. I know. Are you ready for the for the rant? Oh, yeah, are you, are you, rant. Are you okay. excited or are you worried? How do okay. you feel about it? Okay, so there was a lot of news around Baker, and prior to the news about Baker possibly being the Colts' next guy or next man up, I wasn't really a fan of Baker. Um, but I did kind of. I mean, it was almost impossible to not warm to him with the way the Browns, and I do think they've treated him really, really badly. By the way. Um, especially given the fact that he's pretty much put his body on the line, which is what every other quarterback does. And when you play her, it never ends well. I say the same thing over and over again, in particular for a quarterback. Um, so whilst he's actively rehabbing and he's, you know, he's put out a statement and he's in his sling, the Browns are happily trying to go after Dijon Watson, which is, again, the NFL is a business. Um, and if there's any time that people remember that the NFL is business first, it's now with all these crazy trades and and, and, thing, and moves happening. So Baker kind of goes out the window. The Jimmy G debate, I never really I never really paid much attention to it. Um, he's about to have surgery or has just had surgery. Can't throw a ball till July. Season starts a couple months after. So that's not, you know, it's not the road we want to be going down. Bearing in mind, we've had another, we've had a different QB for the last five years, I think it is. So... Part Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, the Deshaun Watson um, potential link was shut down immediately because Houston declined our offer to even speak to the guy. Um, and I get that, you know, interdivision. We don't really we, we beat we beat Houston enough times as it is. We don't really want to have to I guess, <laughs> do it. That's weird as well, though, because normally the fire, when, I like that. normally when people say no to Deshaun Watson, it doesn't put him off doing whatever he wants to do. <laughs> so <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So it's interesting that well, the right. did still... say no, uh, did hear no, and we're like, yeah. no, fine. All right. we will, so now no I sign no. with you team. You can make jokes about it. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. how Ollie feels about, <laughs> about that. Okay. So. Um, and then we move on to, okay, well, if Deshaun Watson is going to go here, then we're probably going to end up with this guy, guy being Matt Ryan. Now, it came down to, obviously, um, the idea of having either Matt Ryan. There was talk of Marcus Mariota, but it kind of once once Deshaun Watson had, had picked, or if you like, moved to the Browns, it kind of set off the domino for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we have Matt Ryan, and I don't I don't hate it. I really don't. I think it's... He's he's a vet, right? He's thirty-seven, I believe. He's you know broken records for the fact he's been there for fourteen years. We we know what he can do. We've seen what he can do, 
everyone keeps referring to the 28-3 game, and I'm so tired of it because really it wasn't necessarily he he threw six incomplete, six or seven incomplete passes in that game. Um, and it's not necessarily his fault that the defense decided to just throw the game away. So I hear that so often and it's so boring. Oh, I think but, it's Carl Shanahan that one. Well, exactly. And play calling and There's everything a lot else. Of blame to go around, to be honest, with that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, there is. And when you're the quarterback, we know this, you're the scapegoat for everything, right? That's how it goes in this league. Yeah. Um, so I'm not mad at Matt Ryan. You know, I, I dare I say he's a proven winner to a degree. Um, if you look at what he's had to play with, and I've said this so many times to so many people, if I wasn't a Colts fan, I'd be a Falcons fan because I'm so high on everything they were doing and I know it hasn't, been, it hasn't gone their way for so long. Um, guys like Julio Jones isn't the same anymore and obviously isn't with the Falcons, but you can see what they did do when they had the likes of Devontae Freeman, Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, like they were great guys. Yeah. Um, so now that he's come to Indy, I think I do think he will steady the ship. I do think he will steady it because not that we needed particular steadying, but number one, the Colts don't do drama. We do not do drama. If you look at the squad, there is nobody on that squad that really does anything that kind of rocks the boat. And I know Baker Mayfield, the word drama comes along with him a lot. Um, you can say a lot of that is due to the media. Maybe he did too many commercials. You know, he, he <laughs> likes to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I know Chris Ballard is a great GM. And at, I was, I was, you know, at the end of my patience with him a little bit because I could see all the big moves happening and we have so many holes to fill. Left tackle, um, right guard, tight end because Jack Doyle has wide retired. Receiver, and we, we, yeah. Wide receiver, obviously quarterback and things weren't happening and, and cornerback too. Um, so yeah, Matt Ryan, I I think he, he, he will... He will command respect in the sense that he's a leader. I think that that is clear to see. Already, I will say he's an upgrade. On Car- and don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of hate for Carson Wentz because of how the season ended. And I will never, ever, ever recover. <laughs> I will never recover from, from the way we flamed out against the Raiders and then just didn't show up against the Jacks. I will never forget that in my entire life. But he didn't have an awful, awful season. He made some horrible decisions. And that is something that you won't get with Matt Ryan. It's as simple as that. He he knows how to lead a team. Yeah. Um, he makes great decisions as a quarterback and as a leader. And I think the main thing that people are forgetting is I know he's 37 and I know he's taken over 100 sacks and whatever else it is, but not at the Colts. He's done that with the Falcons and he's been there a long time. We have top th- one, of the top, one of the top O-lines in the game, right? We have one of the best running backs in the game, if not the best, you know, Derek Henry fans will say otherwise. Um, if we can have him plug in behind that O-line, protect him. Obviously we have, we have, we have the running game. We do need a few more pieces at receiver. Like, that's not a secret. We had guys like Zach Pascal, who's, and I know I'm going on, but this is the Colts talk and it just, it goes on forever. But <laughs> Keep it going, love it. Wicked. That, Zach Pascal, who I was really high on, has gone to the Eagles to reunite with Nick Sirianu, who we know was at the Colts. <laughs> I see you were down <laughs> Come there. To me. Come um, <laughs> he has. He's, he's gone. He's gone to the to the Eagles. Paris Campbell was a wide receiver who, for whatever reason, just cannot stay healthy, and he yeah. is a speedster. We saw it in one of the games last season with Wentz, and we see what he can do. If you like, he can be the Tyreek Hill effect of our of our of our team, but he just cannot seem to stay healthy. So he's an issue. Pittman is great. Do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Pittman is great. He cannot be the number one. And I will no. say that every every day of the week. He will be an amazing number two, but he cannot be the focal point of the offense. It just won't work. It, it, I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. Um, and then you look at, I guess, the kind of the other receivers that we do and, and don't have. We, we, we 
is glaringly T.Y. Hilton. He's a, he's a few, I don't know how many yards shy he is of 10,000 yards as a Colt, which would be great for him. Um, he's spoken a lot about Andrew Luck leaving, his other buddy Jack Doyle leaving and retiring, and he's kind of like the, 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 the last old head on the team. And quite frankly, he can go too. Not that, nothing against him. I'd love to see him get the ten the ten k yards, but we're at the point in in our in our um, franchise history with the Colts where we can't afford to waste what we have. We just can't. Mm-hmm. If if I was Chris Paddock, I mean, I know he does things in a certain way. He's a money man. He makes and he, we've done the fact that we managed to get rid of Carson Wentz and get the commanders to take on all of his contract and everything else. And we've actually gained in our trade with both the commanders and Matt Ryan, as opposed to losing. He has done a good job. Fair enough. But we don't do anything splashy. You never see any splashy kind of move from the Colts. It's always reserved, reserved, or we'll find a gem in the draft or we'll trade for this guy who no one knows about. Yannick Ngokwe is a great trade. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. He's he's a proven baller. He does it year in, year out. And I know he's moved teams a few times. I will happily have him at the Colts. We've sent away Rocky Sin. Um, didn't have a great start to the to his career. Had a better season last season. Um, but for me, I'm so tired of him being burnt on the outside. He just isn't up to scratch. So, you know, he can go. We'll bring in Yannick Ngokwe because now we actually have a rush because we don't have a pass. We didn't have a pass rush. And now we do. Yeah. Um, but we still have missing pieces on the team. We need a cornerback. Um, I'm hoping there's there's a lot of talk about us going after Tyron Matthew. I don't know how that. And again, for me, um, he's another guy who I think would would massively help our defense. Our, our defense is great anyway. You know, we, we're a turnover machine. Yeah, we, we we win the ball, we make the tackles, and we, we can stop we can stop teams when when they need stopping. I think the issue is more on the offense. And if we can get those wide receiver pieces, get that extra mm-hmm. tight end to a company. Um, Morally Cox or Gigantor, as I like to call him, because he's humongous. <laughs> um, yeah, big boy, isn't he? he is. We don't need to worry about our running game. I have no concerns there. Um, I think prior we're gonna we're gonna try him out in our left tackle spot. Eric Fisher's no longer there. If we can shore up these spots, we've got Matt Ryan. We know what Matt Ryan gives us. We've seen what Matt Ryan can do with the right pieces around him. There's even talk about bringing in Julio Jones, who. I'll take on a one-year prove-it deal because he's older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't, he can't, again, I can't stay healthy. So, oh, if, so we, if we're we can... literally saying that before you got on, George. We're saying that he should yeah. be nice and cheap now, though. So I'm, yeah. I bet that they're already in talks about it. Yeah. I hope so. And if we yeah. can fill those spots, then I don't see why we can't take that spot away from the Titans who seem yeah. to always get the number one seed and do nothing with it. So... That's a great summary of where your squad's at. Yeah. Yeah. When you mm. said rent, I was expecting like a pissed Yeah, I thought you were going to come, come in. I thought you were going to come after that. That's what it is. Especially because start, when you started with like, <laughs> people were talking about Mayfield and I didn't like Mayfield initially. And then I started to think about, I thought you were going to do this. I wish we'd gone for Baker rather than Ryan yeah. or something like it's that. Because, it's because, it's because, it's, I've done so, I've been on a few now where I've gone through the phases of, okay, Colts aren't doing anything. Okay, Colts want Jimmy G. Oh, no, we don't want Jimmy G. We now want Baker. Oh, actually, there might be talk about Deshaun. So I've gone through the phases and every podcast that I've yeah. done, I've had to, you know, the first couple where I've done a few rants, believe me, I was on a few rants and they were like long, long rants. <laughs> and now I've kind of transitioned um, into, okay, we we actually have a QB. So I can kind of build around that topic of conversation. I know Matt Ryan and I know what, well, I don't know him, but I have met him actually. <laughs> I know what he gives us and everybody else know what he gives us. So it's easier for me to talk about us now without having to rant per per se. Yeah. But yeah. No, this is this is the guy that like I kind of feel I whilst you were talking, I'd had a quick look back at Philip Rivers' numbers. 
when he had that one year, of course, with the Colts. And he was considered way over the hill and everything like that, but took very few mm. sacks, threw very few interceptions, didn't have amazing numbers, but still slightly better than his last two years in, uh, in with the Chargers anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is an upgrade on Philip Rivers. And Philip Rivers walked into that team, and I know it's a slightly different team and everything, but it's still, I would argue, a stronger team probably overall and considered a stronger team at this point than it was when, when Rivers was walking in and the kind of whole shambles around Andrew Luck leaving and everything like that. So I kind of think this is what you could have done with maybe two years ago if you'd been able to get your hands on a guy like Matt Ryan with a bit more, like a Rivers, but with more energy left in the tank rather than just Agreed. a one-year wonder kind of thing. Yeah. So I Agreed. I genuinely think this is a, a, a lovely melting pot for the Colts and Ryan to... Ryan can have maybe two cracks properly mm-hmm. yeah. at going for a yeah. Super Bowl with this team. This is a team that is good enough to be able to make big waves in playoff football. And it's not on Matt Ryan, as you say. The first thing he needs to do is just learn how to go, there you go, Jonathan Taylor. That's, yeah, just that's, settle in. That's all you got to do. <laughs> And and he's a good enough quarterback that he's going to be able to pick up and, and create a chemistry with receivers you would have thought very quickly, a bit like Matt Stafford, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then if and then if you bring another piece of the puzzle into it... Yeah, like I, a Julio Jones. Like yeah. a safety blanket for him. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah just we really need that. Otherwise, if we don't bring... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Chris Ballard is going to do something, but if we don't bring in pieces and he just assumes we can use what we've got, we are going to fall on our face immediately. Mm. But on that note... David, you being a Falcons fan, I see the jersey behind you there with Julio yeah. Jones and I know Mike Evans. But how does this trade make you feel? What's the, I mean, Mariota, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, yeah, again, we were talking about this before you came on. I kind of, with Mariota, um, I think it's just a stopgap. I mean, I think they're either tanking this year um, to try and get a higher draft pick for what seems like a better QB class from everything I'm hearing for 2023. Or they're going to draft someone this year and they're kind of faking people out a little bit. Um, and then Mariota will just be competing with a rookie. So it doesn't really, it doesn't mean a lot to me. I mean, the rest of the squad's not talented enough. You know, they're not a team like the Colts. You know, you guys had seven pro bowlers. We had two and one was a kicker. So and like, we still miss the playoffs. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, but you're a talented team. <laughs> oh, oh, he's still team. bitter. You can see the look on that face. Oh man, <laughs> we still. I'm never ever. I'm never ever 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 oh, going yeah, to I'd, let it go. It's I'd disgraceful. Been so upset about that as well. It was. But this is the reason. This is the exact reason why I find it so difficult that Chris Ballard is still refusing to to go out there and make the big splashy moves that we sometimes need to do. I understand it's a business longevity. You got to make the numbers work so you don't end up in positions like the Chiefs having to let Tyreek Hill go or Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I get that, right? Mm. But when you flame out like we did at the end of our season, it's just embarrassing. We haven't won away at the Jags for I think seven years now. It's pathetic. Yeah, yeah. But do you- and that that trend has started when I was waiting for the Colts to come to the UK. They came to the UK and lost to none other than the bloody Jags. So, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, you think that they've made uh, their big move though, George, by getting rid of Wentz and... You know, I think that they probably put nah. too much blame on Wentz, to be fair. It seems like they they're did, kind but, of yeah. like literally like a sacrificial lamb being sent out of the village or something nah, to you, take all the curses. No, there's no confidence. That's the trouble with Carson Wentz. And this is was what happened at the end of his time in Philadelphia as well. And mm. kind of comes on to what I was thinking about that, that last game of the season in particular against Jacksonville. Like mm. you're looking at Wentz to be the leader and provide some confidence into that team. And there's absolutely no leadership from him and therefore zero confidence i think yeah. from that organization and particularly by that point 
he just is proven to be able to talk the talk to a media standpoint without probably being yeah. able to talk it behind th- the dressing room door yeah. or walk it out on the field. He, you, you you look at him and he looks like a lost puppy at times in those yeah. sorts of moments. And so I, I, why you may say he took a lot of flack because he didn't he didn't play badly at times. It was just a lot of extremes of, oh, he looks really good. Oh, he looks like an absolute mess with some of the decisions that he makes. Yeah, and that, that's so two, two things about, about Carson. So number one, um, the players actually really liked him. A lot of the players, and I don't know oh, if really? they just say this, a lot of the players really, really liked him. Okay. Really liked him, which again, it doesn't necessarily make you a great quarterback. And it seems to me like he was more of a, a companion and a friend as opposed to like a leader. Oh, and I don't necessarily know how the locker rooms work and how, how that kind of goes down. But number two, Wentz is very mentally damaged from what happened in Philly because Thank you. I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Philly fans will do that. Literally. I was listening to a podcast and um, one of the, the Colts coaches was saying how whenever Wentz was, looked like he might have taken a hit or hurt and he's come to the sideline, the first thing he'd say is, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I mean, I'm all right. You don't need to... And I think... And don't get me wrong, he had a bad, he had a horrible experience in, in Philly, man. I mean, bearing in mind that like, we're here talking about it, I can't imagine if any of us were in his shoes and we were able, you know, dealing with that kind of pressure is is horrible. Oh, yeah. When you have people, and don't get me wrong, they're, they're paid for that. They know what they're getting themselves into. That's part of, it's part of the game, right? Mm. So no, ne- not necessarily a complaint on that front, but it's just, you know, he, he's a bit become a bit of a, a journeyman now and he, he didn't have a great time in Philly and Frank Reich stuck his neck out and said, you know, Basically, he said, look, we, I'm happy to give that first round pick yeah. um, in, in exchange for Wentz because I think I can get him back to the glory days. And he wasn't awful. Again, he wasn't. I think he only had that seven interceptions or something crazy. Wasn't awful. Mm. Um, but those those decisions in, in the manner that they happened and in the games that they happened in the time of the season that they happened um, definitely persuaded Jim Mercer. And he was the guy who mainly wanted him out the door. If it was up to Chris Ballard and Frank Wright, they, I guarantee you they would have kept him. Guarantee you they would have kept him. But Jim Mersey is a man. Would you have been okay with that? With having another no. year of Carson? No, yeah, I, can't I wouldn't have. You. And and I don't, again, I know he wasn't as bad as he was uh, towards the end of his career in Philly, but some of them things that I saw him do, just not on. It's, uh, the NFL is a win yesterday business, right? Mm-hmm. They want to win yeah. yesterday. Forget about looking down the line. We want to win yesterday. So if your quarterback, who is meant to be the be all and end all of your squad, is doing things like shovel passing into the arms of the opposition, hmm, it's not really great, you know, time and time again, or making silly mistakes, um, not being calm and collected under pressure, not knowing when to get rid of the ball instead of trying to force a play. But he did make some good plays. We've seen that. He made some great plays. Um but I'm just kind of surprised that we managed to get what we did for the trade yeah. with the commanders. Yeah, I know. Bearing in mind, so well. the entire league knew he was out. Everybody yeah. knew he was out. Yeah. And they took on all of his contracts. So that's where the management side comes in really well. So, yeah. So with the uh, the Colts loss to the Jags, I don't want to try and dwell on that. And this kind of links into <laughs> something I want to mention about Urban Meyer. Do you yeah. think it's because the Colts just struggled against the Jags in general? Do you think it's because the Jags finally got free of the shackles that were upon them with what sounds like the most toxic environment of all time and they finally thought let's play a game man come on yeah honestly question question right do you believe that do you really believe you didn't know i don't i don't i don't buy that 
I don't I buy mean, that. In I any... mean, it's a great story. <laughs> it's a great it's a wonderful yeah. story. And everyone talks. I mean, about he's it. got many. Urban have many stories. But coming back to your question, um, Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I think, one, the Colts' entire organization knew the deal in terms of we hadn't beaten the Jags away in six or seven years Mm -hmm. uh, before that game, right? So as much as they may say otherwise, it's just another game. It really isn't just another game because the Jags are trash. They had a horrible guy in Urban Mayor. Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing well. They had lost Travis Etienne, the guy they drafted, didn't even play because he was injured preseason. Um, and James in your mind, kept getting uh, benched as well for dropping the ball or yeah, fumbling, which was the stupidest thing in the world. Exactly. Yeah. And all in your mind, all you think as a Colts fan is, okay, we've got to do is win. You know, if it's close, whatever, just win. And we couldn't do it. So to me, it's 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 the same way that we haven't won our opening game in the last four years or something like that. It's just there's there's a huge mental block there, without a doubt. Um, and I think it actually started, like I said, when we came to London. That's when the whole trend of losing to the Jags away actually started. Um, it's a good question. I think it's a combination of those things. Like, yeah, that, that if you're a Jags fan or you're a Jags player or anybody from that organization, I think you knew what you were playing for. Um, Mayor was gone, and you knew this is the Colts. They haven't beat us here in so long. It's not about to. It's not about to stop now. And fact, spoiler, all of a sudden, nothing yeah, lose, exactly yeah. that. All of a sudden, they came out, got literally slinging that rock, running the ball. It's just, it was horrible to see because I knew from the beginning of that first quarter that we were going to lose that game. I could just see it. You could just see it. The defense turned up, and we didn't. I say this all the time. So I played. I played for eleven years, right? And I've been in games where we have turned up. I say we. Our team have turned up. I don't include myself in that because I never think this way. But we've turned up to the field be at home or away against a team who are like bottom of the division or second to bottom or, or basically trash. And in everybody's mind, you can see in the warm-ups, they're too giddy. Everyone's having too much of a good time. We've basically won the game before we've stepped on the pitch yeah. and then bang, we lose the game. And some of the, co- Darius Lanyard actually came out and essentially said that. He said, I don't know why, but some of the guys kind of took their foot off the gas. Yeah, they were um, one foot in the playoffs. So, yeah. 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 And you cannot, you cannot do that in the national football league you know that for a fact you cannot just assume wins it doesn't work like that we see shockers happen every single time bearing in mind you haven't beat these damn guys in seven years straight why do you now think all of a sudden it's one because oh yeah we're going to ride into the playoffs seven pro bowlers you said it seven do you know how much of an embarrassment that is this is where the rant begins by the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah here we go here we go i don't know how you can have seven pro bowlers on your team Guys like Kenny Moore, who I love, who hadn't been selected for the Pro Bowl before and was essentially like just reaching out to the fans to say, look, please get me in. And he did deserve it. You don't have seven Pro Bowl, the most in the league, and you don't make the playoffs. And the manner in which you don't make the playoffs is one of the most embarrassing things. I think it broke records for um, the bookies. The amount of... Yeah. Uh, the amount, it's crazy. It's just unbelievable. You just think to yourself, okay, this is a safe bet. You know, chuck your house on it. It's a very safe bet. Obviously, I'm, 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 I didn't get involved in that because still the street kind of yeah, scared yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Um, but it, I think what 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 irritates me more is yes, we flamed out to the Raiders, and the Raiders are a good side. Although they, you know, them they had issues themselves about rugs and Waller was injured for most of the season, and they mm-hmm. had head coaching issues too. But to lose to them, and then to lose to the Jags, and then to Jim Irsay. I don't know if any of you followed Jim Irsay. Probably don't, but he, um, he he likes to tweet things a lot. And as we as we as we exited the league and we watched teams like the Bills and the Chiefs basically play the Super Bowl that I guess people wanted, 
no shade to the Rams or Bengals because it's great that they got there and congrats to the Rams. But Jim Mersey was busy tweeting away, basically saying, if we want to compete, this is what this is the level we need to be at. And we are nowhere near that level. Mm. And it starts with the quarterback. He was tweeting away cryptic tweets. One of them said, we're going all in, all chips on the table. If you're a Colts fan, you're thinking, oh my God, we're finally about to break the bank. We're about to go for the Russell big one. Wilson, no more. Or, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. Um, bearing in mind, we still don't, we didn't have a first round pick. We still don't, we still don't have a first round pick courtesy of the Eagles. Thank you very much. It's all good. We got that. Um, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just don't understand how, if you pair the two things together, you, lo- you, you exit the season in the manner you did, then your owner of the team and president is busy tweeting things which are getting everybody excited. All the Colts fans are getting excited, thinking, oh my God, if we pair maybe Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers with Jonathan Taylor and that O-line, we are going, you know, we're going all the way. And then free agency starts and everything else happens and you don't do anything. You don't do one thing. You you yeah. have the most cap space. You don't do anything. It, it, again, I get it from a business point of view. I get it. The NFL is a long game, but you also want to win yesterday, like I said. It just doesn't make sense that you can you can say all these things. It's like a player openly tweeting that he's going to go to one team. And then, well, I mean, we did see a number of U-turns, funnily enough. Um, it just it, see, it really... We see drunk texts all the time, man. Drunk texts. Exactly. <laughs> you're watching the playoff game. You're, you're Honestly. watching the Bills and the Chiefs play out this incredible night of football. Mm-hmm. And you've had a few beers while you're enjoying it. There's a part of Jim Mercer that's like, man, we should have been there. This is this should have been us in this game. Man, we'd Literally. never win in this game. Yeah. Oh, mother. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll add as well, all these tweets, a the majority were from his private jet. Um, and they weren't just they weren't yeah, just tweets. They were they were pictured with photos of him chilling in his nice chair and his blue blazer. And credit to him, like he's earned his living. But you can't do that to us as fans. Bad image, yeah. Knowing <laughs> knowing how we 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 left everything out there. Well, we did leave it out there because we didn't bloody show up. And then yeah. to just do nothing in the market, it's, it does. It's really it's infuriating because people really respect Chris Ballard. They really do because of the way he handles the business. And then, like I said, yeah. we've gained more than we've lost in our trades with both Carson to the Commanders and taking um, Matt Ryan from the Falcons and brought him over for a third round pick. But at this point, right now, I don't know. There's got to be some. We're too quiet for my liking. All yeah. the positions that we need to fill, we are way too knows, quiet. Needs to go all in. I like. Thank yeah. you for exactly that. Yeah. And I get people like to say move in silence, you know, and I get that. But unless we're about to sign some blockbuster names or we're about to do some crazy deals, I am so like I've been on the ro- emotional roller coaster of happy, checked out. I'm not bothered. I'm tired of this guy. Why do I support the Colts? Maybe I should have supported the Falcons. What is going on with my life? Like, it's just... Well, I wouldn't jump yeah. over to the Falcon ship. It's, uh, it's on fire right now. That's so, sinking uh, ship. Yeah. There's quite it's a lot of talent still out there. Though. I mean, maybe they're there going is. to try and sign like an OBJ and a Jarvis Landry as your receiving tandem. Well, you have Pittman as a third receiver and that's yeah. go from there. You mentioned OBJ. I don't know if you saw his tweet about he said he he tweeted and I thought this was fake, but it's real. Put some he stuff tweeted, Ryan, so, yeah. yeah, he was like, "Oh, I love what they do." Why, why do players do that? I mean, you're you're either doing it because you gen, you genuinely think that we've done a good thing in bringing over Matt Ryan, and you're just like, "Come or, and get me, come and get me." Like, yeah. I don't really yeah. know what the other kind of they see the NBA. They see the NBA and the way that all yeah. these players talk and are yeah. best friends, and and I hate it in sports anyway. I hate it when players from rival teams are best mates and they're all hugging and high-fiving after the game i don't want anybody doing jersey swaps unless you're a blood relative <laughs> with a cowboy you want it to be out. like the 1980s where everyone hated but, each other right yeah no i want i want animosity Sweet. and intensity 
I don't want you sat right. on the other side being like, well, I hate him for this five plays, but I guess in 20 minutes time, me and him and I can go and have a nice little glass. Of but Dom you know, but Ollie, the problem like is, is that the players move so much. And this off season yeah. has shown like, you can't be like, fuck you to the guy opposite then, you because you might be playing no, because, you, like, <laughs> because you walk. Yeah. But yeah. you walk into and pull on that Jersey. You're not just representing you and the team, but you're representing a whole city. And so you need to buy into that city's attitude and hate those cowboys. Yeah, so if you're Such a Philly, a Philly fan, Philly you've got to hate everyone. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Back city of brotherly love with... doesn't really seem that brotherly lovish, does it really? Question no for you guys. What move has impressed you the most so far? So I, mean, I think we said earlier, Ollie said the Matt Ryan one was the I, best I think value. Ryan one is really? the best, I think Ryan's mm-hmm. the best value for, like, for nothing, basically. Right, and you right. come in okay. and you bring in a, a really good, stable... I mean... The other thing I wanted to ask you was like, you, you know, Ryan may not be the most splashy move, but aren't you kind of glad mm. that you avoided the carnage of a Deshaun Watson? Like, yeah. And all of that so here's that, a, here's that would a, bring. Here's a point. So you mentioned Deshaun Watson and obviously we know he's now going to the, he didn't actually want to go to the Browns. He didn't, because yeah. obviously they initially offered and then they declared out of the running because he didn't yeah, want yeah. anything to do with him. But then they chucked some more money at him which someone actually, um, so I was another one last night and then we were talking about the same thing and it was like, well, really? They just put more money in him and, and he's accepted. But the thing is, right, he obviously still has those 22 civil um, lawsuits and you can't help but feel for those ladies who are now seeing what's going on and seeing that. He has, he has essentially not played for, how long has it been? A couple of years, maybe a year and a half or something? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. He's been rewarded for it, yeah. And he's but been biggest- essentially... Essentially, he has been rewarded for it with yeah. the biggest guaranteed contract in the history of. Can you just let that sink in? Like, obviously, it's 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 very full on, and the word is a lot of Browns fans are very divided about this, and I'm not surprised. Some people are thinking with their football hats and thinking, "I don't care, I want to win." Cleveland have suffered for so many years. Um, all we do is lose. Obviously, Baker was their best quarterback in God knows how long when they won their playoff game or made it mm. to the playoffs. I don't know if you saw, but they've got these fridges of beers around the city. And when they won that playoff game, all of them automatically no, that unlocked. Was, that, was the, that was the first win against the Jets. Was that the, yeah, was that, that was the first when one? they ended the drought. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, and that yeah. was great. I mean, I love to see that. It was it was great because, you know, it's a bit of history. That's pretty funny. And, obviously, and that's why I mentioned the way Baker's been treated now. I, it's, 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 I get it. It's, it's the name of the game, but it's also kind of sad to see. And potentially, he may not even end up being a starter in the league. It's, I mean, how bizarre is that? He may even have to be a backup. Um, but anyway, and the other half of the Browns fans are like, well, I don't want this guy in my organization. I don't, this doesn't, this doesn't represent me. This doesn't represent yeah. my city. Because again, you mentioned it about how you play for the, you play for the city, you play for the, in the NFL, when the team's trash, everything, everything just, you know, the morale is from here to down here. Everyone yeah. feels that they feel it in a school, the town, you go buy a coffee. It's like, ah, oh, did you see the game? It's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. They feel it. You know, I think more so than we do here in comparison oh, yeah. to other sports. Like it's 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 very much in deep in the soul. So to, to to go and draft a guy like to go and trade for a guy like that when you've still got all those pending accusations. I know. Um in fact, I don't know if you saw there was a new one today um about him possibly being charged of another offense. I'm not gonna repeat it um on the stream, but there was another case that he may be charged with. I think it's from the Texas Crown Court or somewhere like that. I've read it literally about an hour ago. A criminal involving, case. Involving another masseuse. Okay. Um, and now, I don't know how, I don't know what the, I don't know how real this is, but I've read it on a few 
So I thought there was an update. I read it on a few, a few, a few sites now where he's basically facing another more serious potential charge, which would right. kind of. I mean, he's going to be suspended anyway. That's why they drafted yeah. and brought in yeah, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, right? To te- but essentially, the way they've set up his contract, the Browns. I know, I know they've gone after him, but they've obviously done it in a very smart way. Yeah. If he does have to miss any time, is suspended. I think they only paid him like a one this this year. This season, it's only like a one it's million. A one million. Yeah, which means they're not really going to be hit financially as, as an organization, which is yeah, smart but, he, them. but he won't he be hit. Either. But he, he won't be hit, which is crucial. So, he he is. Yeah. That's what we were saying about him being rewarded, is yeah. that he's not losing anything in this well, whole thing. He's, he's gained in this whole. He's gained yeah. in this entire process, which is just you know. I know the NFL yeah. don't have morals. We've seen it time and time again because yeah. all the owners want to do is win, right? We know yeah. that. But man, how many fished. how many accusations was it? Is it 22? 22. 22. So 230 million guaranteed. Each of them yeah. asked for 10 million. You just had your guaranteed money completely all sorts <laughs> of you. That's yeah, the way that's the it. way I'd do it. Like if mm-hmm. I, for the civil cases. So yeah. with that, on the way that the Browns courted Watson and the Falcons, going back to that 28-3 game, I saw a very funny meme of the Atlanta and the Browns with the Atlanta 28 and the Browns three. And so this is how the Watson kind of deal went down the falcons were almost there but just couldn't get it over the line like the 28-3 game again well i'm just glad that they lost that one though jazzy i did mm. not want watson mm. the thing with it though and, and to no balance football. it out is that the nfl is a league where it's a very short-term memory as we said there's been yes. plenty of cases where people have done abhorrent things to even their family members oh wow and gone Oh, they've declined. So yeah, this yeah. is the one I was talking about. Oh, you've seen that? Yeah. Well, about... it's weird though. The oh, Guardian okay. has said, reported it two hours ago, but four hours ago, Fox said that the grand jury has declined charges against Deshaun yeah. Watson for okay. a second time. So, so yeah, mm, so it's a okay. very short-term memory they have. So as an owner, mm-hmm. if you have the chance to get possibly one of the best quarterbacks in the league at a young age, mm-hmm. well... At the same time as the fans will be annoyed and pissed off about it now, give them three or four years and they're winning the playoffs, they'll probably change their mind. Fact. Which again is the fact that sports fans are very fickle. So, yeah. and I understand Browns fans be upset about it. From my point of view as a Steelers fan, I would have not been upset to see Watson be there, but that's because I know that in five years' time, we'll forget about it. We forgot about the Mike Vick thing. We yeah. forget about the Tyreek Hill thing. Vic Big is ben still had different. Big Ben, yeah. Vic, I mean, it just, it just well, keeps on that tradition Vic of the Steelers QBs having some trouble, well. you know? So yeah. it's just it's one of those things. So Vic, I, Vic went to jail for it, right? I mean, he no, I know he did. Time in prison, and there was the. But, we don't, but no one talk, now Ross, he's on television. Ross, Roethlisberger yeah. was, was too. There was a really interesting thing about um, Roethlisberger from uh, Anthony Jeselnik on the JRVP podcast because obviously he's a Steelers fan and everything, and he was basically saying that like. When it happens in an organization, like it happened with Roethlisberger a long time with the Steelers, there's almost like a narrative that runs of this guy is a good guy for us and he's messed up. So we're going to kind of rehabilitate him in that sense. Yeah. And they kept mm-hmm. Roethlisberger then out of the eye, public eye and all that kind of stuff. And and there hasn't been like re resurgences of more kind of cases, you know, 23 at this point man is a lot of freaking cases you know and that's yeah. and that's I the difference that's with this that's Watson way, thing compared yeah. to pretty much any of the others that I can recall is an isolated incident can be taught I mean Antonio Brown for instance recurring 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 eventually mm. he's just too toxic for this league but people somebody still sign him because he's really good at what he does somebody this, still this might take him but people will still that narrative now won't be shifted off Antonio Brown 
Like, no, but it, 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 would, it wouldn't surprise them, you. But... It wouldn't shock you if someone this year signs him because he's yeah. still a very good receiver and he'll help the majority of teams in the league. And because he's been in and out and he's having his last chance for the third time or fourth time, he won't be getting paid as much as he thinks he's worth. It'll be incentive laden. Of course, that's why he fell out with the Bucks at the end because he wasn't getting his incentives. If he waited another game, I'm sure Brady would have fed the ball to him to get all he needed. So again, like we're saying, the morals of the owners, the morals of the teams, and fundamentally in some ways, the moral of the fans is, well, can you help my team? Yes, well, I'll look past what you've done. Just don't do it again. But you say that though, but like there are, I mean, George brought it up. There's a lot of Browns fans. I've seen it on Twitter and, and Absolutely. other and social I, media I, I, I that are really that. upset about it. Mark Sessler, yeah. you know, like famous yeah. visible Browns fan for the ATN podcast has said that he's mm-hmm. basically out on the Browns now. Give it two years. He'll change his mind. Yeah, I, but, I do I mean, agree with you, Jazz. I do agree with that. Um, yeah, I don't want to say that, that but that's how it's going to be. I know. I think, I know, I think, yeah. I think Browns might, go 8-0, and and people right, forget but... about it. Browns start the season 8-0, mm. and o, it's like... Well, and Watson's throwing five touchdowns it, a game. Oh, full. that was really clever. It's really good what they did. No, but it I'm, changes as well the way you view a team, It changes the way that other fans and neutral fans view your team as well. So, like, I don't... The Browns are, like, one of my favourite kind of second teams. Okay. Um, I liked Baker Mayfield more than you guys anyway, so that helped. But also, it wasn't that long ago that they went 0-16 and they were like a national joke and they haven't like been the playoffs in 20 years or whatever. Like They were a team to really get behind. And now that they've mm-hmm. done this, I feel like, well, they're not an up-and-coming, plucky like underdog. No. like I don't care about them now. Like, But that is what maybe do. what there's a good thing as well. If you look at some of the best franchises in sports over the years, you look at they're the New England Patriots, you look at, say, right? the Sir Alex Ferguson United yep. team, they had mm. a culture within which was it's us against everyone else because yeah. they all hate us so right. we this have to make sure the, we're better than everyone game, else chip on the shoulder isn't that's it, it. It's, but it's that it's that chip on the shoulder they love to talk about so that may actually completely unify and galvanize that locker room and say okay well we are going to support our qb and we're going to play and make everyone realize that we can look past what happens on the off the field because yeah. on the field we're going to beat everyone up okay so on that note do the Browns still have enough? You've got a great one-two punch in running backs, Kareem Hunt and and Chubb. Obviously, you've got now um, Amari Cooper, yeah. um, who's one of the best route runners in the league. And again, Jazz, I don't think he's. I, I don't know if this is what you're going to say, but I don't think he's the same. I saw I saw a quote that he even said himself when he was his time at the Cowboys, where he said, "You know, injuries happen, and you you just you don't you lose a bit of yourself. You're not the same kind of guy." Yeah. Um, referring to the fact that you know he's not playing at the, the level he used to. Obviously, you've got Deshaun Watson at the helm, who's probably going to miss. And this is another thing. He might not miss any time this season. It might be next season, because I think this happened with, um, I forget who it was. There was another player who, again, like like so many of them, had another case, and his suspension didn't start until the following season. So it could be the case that Deshaun Watson does start. But even then, you look at, um, you've got David Njoku as tight end, Austin Hooper's been traded away. But then the the drop-down appears after Amari Cooper, you've got... Uh, Rashad Higgins, who is okay. He has a great relationship with Baker, but you've also got guys like Donovan Peoples Jones. But they don't really, yeah, they don't really have much of a of a, a wide receiving core. No, if, I don't if, rate Amari Cooper that highly either. I think he's a very good route runner, but the trouble you have with him is that if you look to his best season at the Cowboys, where he got, I think, 1,200 yards or 1,400 yards, he had eight home games where he was electric and eight hmm. away games where he may have had a catch or no catches or three catches and it wasn't for very much. He's so inconsistent and we've been playing 
uh, in our fantasy football league, he's always a player that gets drafted <laughs> very, very late because of that. Mm. And it's always the week we put him on your bench, we'll score four touchdowns, go for 200 yeah. yards and 10 receptions. And then the next week, when you think, oh, he's going to do it again, oh, no, he got two receptions for three yards. He's so inconsistent, and it looks like he gives up. And that's the problem with Amari yeah, Cooper. I know what you mean, yeah. And so it's, it's a wonderful idea if he plays really well. Great, because he could be the best receiver in the league if he did that every week, but he doesn't. And that consistency is what separates a player with potential and a great player. Yeah, I totally mm. agree with that. Okay. I, I think that um, in terms of like the rest of their wide receiver room and other parts of their roster, if they are expecting this suspension to come in this year and it isn't sent into the future then they're going to have time to bring in those other elements, I think, and really gear up for the 2023 season. Mm. So even if they don't have it all in place now, then maybe it will be ready for Deshaun when he does come in. Yeah. There's rumours of Will Fuller. Will Fuller might be one player that might go to them because, of course, See, this is interesting. Yeah. And because... there's loads of wide receivers in the draft as well, yeah. apparently. Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a deep class. But side note, Christian Kirk's contract, is was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, he got paid. Number one, it's ridiculous. But number two is not the sole reason because we know what the real reason is. You sign big players like Aaron Rodgers and you can't really afford to keep other guys because they're only paying two. But that domino effect was huge. You you yeah. pay him that kind of money, all of a sudden Devontae Adams, I don't want that franchise tag. Why the hell are you paying Christian Kirk who hasn't had a thousand yards? All of that. Don't get me wrong, I think there's a lot of incentives in his contract and I don't know what his base figure was or his yeah. guaranteed money is. I don't think it's a lot, but... You can't have Christian Kirk, and he's a good guy. When I remember watching him in the combine, and I actually I liked everything that I saw, and it kind of confirmed to me that he, you know, he is a bit of a talent. He's good, not that kind of money good. Yeah, when you look at that, like one or two, like a two, exactly, a two, a two, a two or yeah, three, like yeah, yeah. a great two, yeah. And then you have Devonte Adams, who you you try to tag. I mean, once once Rogers was tired of acting up and showing everybody his toes and the rest of it. And decided to, you know, take out this. Just <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, he just he played up, he made that money, and there you go. And I know there's been talk about Rodgers. Obviously, knew that uh, Devontae wasn't going to stay, and I'm sure that is the case. I'm sure they would have had conversations privately. Case. Yeah, Devontae Adams gets some money, resets the market, and then out of nowhere, the Tyreek Hill one was was that normally was you hear a little bit of it, right. You hear a little bit of rumbling, a little bit, but this happened within like an hour. Yeah. Of, hour oh, apparently. Oh, he's, he's might be up for trade. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, you can quite literally. Trade. Dolphins have agreed yeah. terms. Yeah, it was mm. and I think I just saw a quote from Tyreek saying he was never going to go to the Jets ever. Um, it was always going to be Miami, but it's not that dumb. I mean, <laughs> well, you, yeah. you don't want to go to pay New York taxes, do you? You're going to play Florida taxes. I mean, and Miami, like I mean, it's Miami, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's 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 just crazy. I mean, I know. The NFL is a growing beast, right? Amazon are now involved. They got the Thursday night football. They got the new commentating yeah. team, um, and it's only going to get bigger. Um, there's obviously the new. Can't remember what the actual term is, but the term that allows the teams to basically market in countries like the UK. You know, you've got the, the 49ers, yeah, yeah. one of the teams, the Bears, the, the international Jets. exclusivity marketing rights. Oh, the That's LA Rams, the, the Hollywood team, are the only yeah. team in China. Oh, nice one. Oh yeah, 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 in China. Surprise, surprise. And it's only that every year the TV money gets bigger, the cap goes up, increases. So, yeah. I mean. You just have to look at some of that like Mahomes where they signed him to, was it 500 million? I mean, they yes. broke it up yeah. over however many years. 10 years again, ago it was, yeah. Again, listening to another podcast, all I do is listen to podcasts, man. It's just literally <laughs> like my life. Um, but the breakdown of his cap hit every year just increases. It's like 40 something, 40 something million, 50 something million. 
And then you have a guy like Tyreek Hill and, and you have to pay the guy, right? I know he, Tyreek and Kelsey, they were figured out last season a little bit. And yeah. we saw that. I mean, the O-line wasn't great. But when it gets to that kind of scenario, a guy like Tyreek Hill who can blow the top off any coverage to allow other guys to get open, well, not only that, can actually be that number one guy too. When he says he wants to be paid, you know, you can't really, you can argue with it, but you can't really because you've got a guy in Mahomes who you have to pay. He is your future, right? So there's a talk about him potentially being traded, him being Tyreek Hill. Um, and it didn't sound like there was any way back from that potential discussion at all. Um, and off he Hill, Hill going as well, though, that the drop off. I know Mahomes is important, he's yeah. the future, but you look at the, the team that won against uh, the Niners in Miami, and it was, mm. you know, the, the Rock called them in the Super Bowl announcement, the Legion of Zoom, like Hardman, mm. Watkins, um, Pringle, who's now like, gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pringle wasn't as Even big a deal, but, you know, was, was still yeah. like a good, decent backup to have there. Now they've got mm-hmm. that. Like, Miko Hardman, Travis Kelsey. Average, yeah. Marcus Valdez Scantling. Let's not rule him. Yeah. Oh, look out for that guy. I don't guy. know how I feel to about light him. the world on fire. Nah, man. He's a, yeah, he's a guy who's been... Oh, he's terrible. I don't like him at all. Every, yeah, every he's, year, he's... it's the... Yeah. This is going to be the coming out party for Valdez Scantling, and it just never yeah. came to fruition. But no. that the Chiefs now don't look... That Chiefs team doesn't look like a team that beats the Bills. No. At all. Okay. Or well, even the Chargers, possibly. So, oh my god, I love what the Chargers have done. Okay, oh yeah. so here's this: Are the Chiefs the fourth best team in the AFC West? Oh no, no. Oh, give that's, go that's around and give one. me your orders. Give me your orders, Ollie. Chargers yeah, at the top. Chargers, Denver, Chiefs, Raiders. I still don't trust the Raiders. Is you put in Denver above or? the put in Denver above the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is is so legit that he's got to be in the top two. But he's got no division. weapons really, and he's lost Tyron Matthew in his defense. Yeah. He's lost Chavarius yep. uh, Ward as cornerback, so that yep. secondary is now not as nowhere near as good as I it think, was. I think if the Raiders add add some more pieces to that defense, like they've got a nice rush. I mean, I Jesus, think... Max Crosby and, and and yeah, and Chandler Jones. Yeah, that's a that's a beastly yeah. front too. But like, let's just add a couple of additionals to that secondary for instance that isn't there's not that is Abraham nothing really there and, yeah. in that in that secondary let's like, not forget the Abraham Chiefs on... in Juju Smith Schuster as well so yeah watch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. the trouble is now that the Chiefs are literally the TikTok team with Jackson Mahomes and Juju <laughs> awful horrible what, yeah. what's your one in order Jazz where would you put the teams I pretty much West? agree with Ollie apart from I think I'd put the Chiefs bottom I think you'd give the Raiders because of Car and Adams I think that mm. transforms that offense. And like you said, Crosby and Jones, I think that pass rushing duo is far better than anything the Chiefs have on defense by a long right. way. Denver, David? it could take some time for Russell Wilson to like bed in. Yeah, like three mm-hmm. weeks. And, and three weeks. Maybe Stafford. We'll see where he is physically yeah. as well. Jerry he Judy looks- is an exceptional receiver who was hamstrung by having Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater not be able to throw the ball to him. Agreed. Now you've got a, yeah, you've got a player that can really rainbow it over the top and Judy will get free a lot. And then you've got Tim Patrick and you've got Cortland Sutton. And mm-hmm. I was going to say you had no really fan, good, but yeah. you don't have anymore, do you? Yeah, that guy, Tyane, was and really, and really good, good defense, too. So you've yeah. got really good offensive weapons. You've oh, got Javante Williams in the backfield and you've got a decent yeah. O-line. That's a really good offense. And then the, yeah. the, the defense, you've got Justin Simmons, you've got Bradley Chubb. You've got Patrick Sertain, the second, is. Mm. The of course, Patrick Sertain. Yeah, he's is, really good too. 
He is for real. And people yeah. keep sleeping on Melvin Gordon. Like, I know he's he's oh, not he the same a... from when he was at the Chargers, but he had a great season, man. Yeah, and I did. think if they keep if they keep hold of him, maybe he takes the lesser money to keep the team together or to stay with mm-hmm. the team. However, that one-two punch with Javante, I think it's great, man. Yeah. I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing. Um, so I, I'd, the... I'd just have that as my fault. Right. I mean, so yeah, I'd, David, put the, well, how I'd, put the, I'd put the Chargers, then the Chiefs. Um, oh, wow. You've put the Chiefs second. Yeah, Dave doesn't know really? anything about football. He likes Baker Andy Reid. No, Andy Reid. Look, it, it's all fine. You can look at it all on paper, and, but <laughs> th- there's a proven track record here. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and you, they've got maybe the best coach in the league. So they Andy will Reed find weapons. Mind. They'll find weapons. They've all met, always managed uh, to keep that defense effective, even and it makes plays above where the talent is. Like mm-hmm. you guys are sleeping on it. This is okay, this is so, such uh, a classic off season chat. Like no, I'm sorry. I, I think it's You're, different. Like, to and put what the I will Chiefs say is in fourth in that division <laughs> when they just went to the, an AFC the championship pieces, game. The pieces, that are, the pieces that have gone from that Chiefs team yeah. is huge. Are big impact. They've lost, pieces. and the, the other three teams have gained. So this Huge is how thing. I see it, right? Yeah. So I put. The Chargers are number one. I'm sorry, they're just they're, they're yeah, number, yeah, yeah, number yeah. one. I think we all and agree on that. Uh, yeah, Chargers are number one because their defense is just unreal right now. Um, number two, I'm probably going to put I'll put Denver Broncos. Then it's a toss. And the reason why this I'm struggling with third and fourth because I love the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, I'm not sold yet. I'm oh, not really? massively. Mm, no, like I'm not him. massively. He can go I missing like a bit, but yeah, he can. I'm not, and I don't. Who, um, their backup is it? Ken, where's Kenyon Drake at? Is he at the Cardinals still, or is he with the Raiders? I don't know. Uh, he, got he, was, the, he got released yeah. by the Cardinals this year. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to think Cardinals, of their. But... If they had it, uh, I'm not 100% sold on the Raiders, but it's a, it's a close one between the Chiefs and the Raiders. Oh, no, Drake um, is still the Raiders. He is at the Raiders. Is he? Oh, okay. okay. It's not nice awful. It's, I don't know if I can call third and fourth. I, I kind of want to put Chiefs fourth. But I know Mahomes is Mahomes, and I guess you don't have guys like no. Fuck it, fourth. I'm going. Yeah. Chiefs going to put Chiefs at the fourth. The Raiders going to be third. Oh, you and, you guys and write David. down the 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 date. And yeah, time I know. I know this. what's coming. I know what's coming. And I will say this, right? The Chiefs didn't start out well defensively in the league. I mean, it, everybody was kind of shocked, going, "What the hell was happening? Why are the Chiefs not showing up?" Yeah. And then they went on a game, a streak of like eight games where they just showed up defensively with Ingram and Chris Jones. Because I tell you what, they switched Chris Jones' position from outside to inside it did quite work no they switched him from inside to outside and i don't know if you saw guys were just they were they were causing confusion where they were doing read option and he didn't know what to do and he found himself stuck and stuck stuck out of position and he's not the quickest guy but they did obviously bring it back and managed to win a few games and got to where they got to but i just think it's different this time around man tyreek hill was a a huge factor in that in their in their offense a huge huge factor the the reason they moved the ball efficiently last year was because everyone was worried about the deep threat of somebody like tyreek hill shredding through now you take that ability to as you called it take the top off like you don't now have that deep threat and everybody's mm-hmm. going to cheat underneath a little bit but more you, because but, nobody's worried about. Well, they can double Kelsey think, in every single play. Do you think that play? Andy Reid is like a one-trick pony? Because that seems like no, no, because he's shown no, no, no. because he showed he'll adapt. Before, he'll he showed, adapt. He showed, Mahomes showed, will adapt. Like, he showed when they won the Super Bowl that they were a deep threat team, and then he yeah. changed them over two years to be almost as good as a dink and dump sort of team. 
So I don't think Andy Reid is a, a one-trick pony at all. I love big Andy Reid. I mean, you know, everything. But I'm saying that you, but... you take away a big weapon and he will, he'll adapt to it. And Mahomes yeah. will as well. But I don't, I don't think so... they have, I don't think they have a running game really at all as nope. well. Yeah, I don't, agreed. I don't, I don't trust the, Clyde Edwards uh, Hilaire at all. Yeah. They'll agreed. bring in someone else to. I tell you what, who, who was their running back towards the end of the season? I forget his, um, uh, Daryl Williams. The guy who was, no, he, he was at the 49ers originally. Then he had a, um, he had a, a knee injury. He played in a Super Bowl. I forgot who it was, and he was he was it's not Hyde, McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon. Oh, oh you yeah. McKinnon. He was, yeah. So sorry. Yeah, he was he was all right. I quite liked what he brought to the table. I well, quite in liked. The playoffs, I they used this... him quite neatly because he was uh, yeah. He was the guy wearing the yeah. number one jersey. He was fresh. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Um, but the thing the is, Chiefs, though... man, they're a great a great topic of debate because I don't know. What's yeah. Well, happen. look, I mean, we can all agree that that division is ridiculous. That's the best division. Not arguing against that. Like absolutely loaded. Well, somebody it's said so on scary. a on a podcast last week that they think that that all four of those teams could end up in the playoffs. Yeah, it wouldn't shock. So me. if they all win yeah. at home in their divisional games mm-hmm. and win out outside of their division, which is a possibility, yeah. they could all go the whole and of that division no. going through. Which fourteen? It's three. a great division. That'd be it's mad. Really fun. Do you it? think Tyreek Hill to Miami makes? Miami relevant or is the ceiling on tour too small and too short and you know he's not living in a Man. London townhouse with a real high ceiling anyway to be honest <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's, a one, he's a one bedroom flat That's in funny. Clapham kind yeah. of guy you know what I mean like it's getting real so close like, the Miami one is interesting because for me I felt they needed a big bodied receiver and someone like Devontae Parker who just hasn't shown it for whatever reason for yeah. an injury and he's flashed know, he's a few been, times he it. has and he hasn't lived up to the hype, so to speak. Their running game hasn't been great. I drafted Miles Gaskin in fantasy because there was so much talk about him being the do-it-all guy yeah. and obviously didn't turn out to be that way. Um, and they went and got a guy like Raheem Mostert who basically just sets the league on fire because he's so quick. Um, I still think they have issues at running back. All their guys like Raheem, Gaskin, Ahmed, they're all small guys, kind of fragile-type players. Because um, they good at... Titan, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's and all right. Of course, he's good. Waddle's well. fast. Mahomes, um, uh, Tyreek Hill is obviously fast. Um, they've got Cedric Wilson, who I like from the Cowboys. Yeah. He's a good receiver. Okay. Um, I don't. I feel. I do feel bad for Tua because he had the whole Watson treatment as well, didn't he? I mean, mid-season when he's playing the game, it's like, well, there's talk about us going after Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I mean, there's no ruder kind of slap in the face than that. But as a poet, do I think? Do I think uh, it makes them better? Of course, it makes them better because it's Tyreek Hill. He makes everybody better. Um, I, the whole thing about whether Tua can actually deliver the ball downfield and, and do yeah. that all that being a left-handed guy, they just, they mean, Terran Ter- Armstead is a, is a great left tackle to big, have. Yeah, that's a, a big huge left tackle to have. As long so as he can stay healthy, good. though, is the thing. Yeah, that will do good things for them. I don't know. I, I do like what they've got going on. I do like it. I just wonder whether it's enough. I and mean, I'm not entirely sure. I, I think they're going to get to a point where they realise that Tua doesn't necessarily have the deep arm yeah, the Tyreek Hill level of deep that yeah. they're going to be able to yeah. go, and that's... he's he seems so conservative as well, Ollie. Like the the way that he he plays, it might be coaching as well, but it just seems so. And, I, and I didn't really to... see any magic at all, like, like the last two years. It's fine, obviously, bringing like Raheem Mostert in and people like that, but you need to actually have the gaps for running backs to be able to run in as well. Yeah. There's a difference between having a guy that can run like a Derek Henry and plow his way through, regardless of if, if there's a freaking line there or not. You know, he's probably still going to get two yards if there's just a center down there snapping the ball. To Got stopped at the goal line a few times in playoffs, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Prince. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, like there's, uh, there's a difference. I don't, I, 
Mostert again ran in ran really well with the Niners in what is one of the best rushing attacks. Going and doing that down in Miami where there isn't an offensive line that's mm. necessarily no, but there generating. is a coach there that was under the Shanahan. Yes, yeah, so, so Daniel, of course, was from the Shanahan tree. So if he brings the same sort of level of scheming, because I think Shanahan's running game is the best in the NFL, mm. bar none. And that you've seen that even with his dad. You could have running backs just churn out thousand, mm-hmm. two thousand yard seasons, and these no names just become household names. Like what's Elijah his face? Um, yeah, even Raheem Mostert, to be quite honest. Mm. And uh, Terrell Davis is a great example of that. Clinton Portis, yeah. the same. Yeah. You've got all these running backs Coleman. that had amazing yep. seasons in that. But mm-hmm. the trouble you have with two, like we're saying, it's just it's whether or not he can get it deep downfield. But then you look at how he did last year with Waddle. Quite a few times Waddle's catching the ball at 10 yards and then taking it the rest of the way because they just can't keep up with him. But that's that's the other thing is that mm. like I kind of see, aside from obviously Tyreek Hill's a little shorter and, and obviously a bit more mobile and everything, but I think Jalen Waddle is a very similar receiver into Tyreek Hill in terms yes. of what they can do. Is then they can pick it up short and go long if you need. So I don't necessarily think mm. pairing a Waddle and a Tyreek Hill is that great either, particularly when the Waddle uh, to a connection is quite clearly there. I mean, that was... And Gaziki is kind of the big body receiver more than a tight end, but you just needed another couple more pieces to fit that puzzle for Tua and add a running game to take the pressure off him. And bringing in Tyreek Hill is just like a, nah, Tua, go throw it deep. Oh, fuck, he can't throw it it deep. It kind (laughs) of comes back to the idea about Mahomes and the Chiefs too with this, that NFL is not the NBA. If you're a superstar mm. player, you can't drag your team through everything because you're not there playing offense and defense and getting the ball every single time that you, you have it. In the NFL, you have to have a QB that can have receivers to throw to. But if you have yep. receivers to throw to, but not a QB to throw it to, well, they're also as, as redundant as they can be. So I I kind of I get the idea with Tyreek Hill being a really good addition, which could work really, really well. But like we're saying, whether or not the ball will get to him, go back to the Chiefs and Mahomes, it's all well and good being the best QB in the league, but can you have receivers that can get open, know yeah. what you're going to do, yeah, catch the ball, and get in the right places and read the coverages? Because so many times with Kelsey and Hill, they were reading the coverages as they were going yeah. and then found the spaces. Mm. So if your receivers can't do that, you're then hamstrung by them as well. And that's even before you can talk about the other 11 guys on the other side of the field. Mm. So it's difficult to try and say that one free agent acquisition will make a, the biggest change to a team. And there's been so many free agent acquisition busts in the past who've been mm-hmm. paid ridiculous money. Albert Haynes has been my favorite example of that, yeah. where they get paid and they say, you know what, I've had enough now. I've got all my guaranteed money. Why am I going to bother? So it's yeah. difficult to talk about these things at this time of the year because you haven't got any game tape of them playing, much like with draft picks. It's just a lottery to see what comes out. It could look wonderful on the pro day, like Vernon Golston did on his combine, was set the uh, set all the tests records almost, and then did nothing in the NFL. Last year, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I, I, one thing we know for sure is this season, and I feel like I said this every season, I think it's going to be the best season ever, dare I say. All these crazy, crazy, crazy moves can only mean more entertainment for the league, right? Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have the another, most one-sided Super Bowl. I, I was going to say the AFC is going to be... No, 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 no. You can't say that. Because if you put Brady in front of uh, any team, he'll give you a game. Oh, somebody I was on a podcast with said that they think that Brady might retire midway through the season when what? the Bucks start. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding what? me? When the wheels start falling off. No. No. Yeah. Who, yeah. who, who said that? that? Who said that? Who is? This, was, this was Dan from the Talking <laughs> Heads podcast. Yeah, he was... Uh, Not he unless was he like, gets in. Has he watched the NFL before? Yeah, I mean... Are you sure? He's a big... He's a big 
Seahawks fan. Uh, and knows who Tom Brady is? Yeah, yeah, knows Not like Urban Meyer, not known who Donald was. He was saying Trubisky was the other, he was the guy who came up with the Trubisky's already a Oh, then he has no opinion that's worth listening to, so that's fine. The other thing is, I think it came out today that they're saying Tom Brady could play pass this year. Uh, past this season for another couple. I don't yeah, know that what's going on with that guy. Like, well, he clearly doesn't like retirement very much. So we'll see what or doesn't like his family hates very much. His kids. Maybe. Oh yeah. Like you know, he's um, finally gone home thoughts? and looked at Giselle and was like, "I don't remember you yeah. looking like this. You were a supermodel, <laughs> right? You got old. Yeah. I got better." Or when it comes to like helping the kids with homework, um, thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals? What would you make of what's everything that's going on there? I think Chandler Jones is a massive loss for them. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I'm Ollie doesn't like Kyler Murray at all, really. I think he's not that bad. But I think, as Ollie has said before, if you take D-Hop away from Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. he doesn't have very much faith in what's around him or he just can't make decisions because with D-Hop, you just throw the ball up and he'll catch it. You have three players around him. Oh, he's going to catch it anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that progresses if D-Hop can stay healthy all year. Because they and lost then, Edmonds, right? Edmonds yeah, is gone. That's mm-hmm. a big loss. Um, Christian Kirk JJ is gone. Watt isn't, Christian Kirk is gone. Oh my JJ gosh, Watt's yeah. They've, the um, well, JJ Watt's not the same player. Zach Ertz. Who I don't rate anymore, anyway. No. Um, he was like, five years ago. He's a, he's a safe pair of hands He's now, just not a pro bowl tight end. Yeah. Just very no. slow. Um, so what, <laughs> the whole thing about Murray, though, I, was, I guess, Jazzy, you just said that Ollie's not a fan. Um, he, I'm torn. I don't know. It seems like, They've done this before a couple of seasons now. The House of Cards, you know, and Ollie, you've heard Dre say it over and over again with, with, with Sam. They build up the nice House of Cards, go nice 8-0 and and then crashing, you know, it just comes yeah. tumbling down. Is Kyler Murray an issue, do you think? Do you think he's an issue in himself? Is there a bit of, you know, you hear it, immaturity and um, the, the statement that they put together with his agent, who's also the same agent as head coach, by the way, Oh yeah. really? Um, yeah, yeah. Cliff Did you not hear that when they have they the same. Ooh. Yeah, I heard yeah. Him, that. Kingsbury yeah. are the. But, yeah, what I find odd is in that statement they released, the timing was immaculate. Obviously, given what was going on, but there was no talk, and you may have heard this elsewhere. There was no talk about eyes in Kyler Murray, how he vows to improve and how he vows to get. But you normally hear the traditional type of, "This is how I want to get better." I promise to do this and I promise to do that. I want to stay here for the rest of my career. All the la di da di da. But it was all very much you as an organization. You, yeah. you, 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 and you. There was no I. There was no, this is the plan for me to do this. And I want to do this with my team. I don't know. It felt very Yeah, you do get that impression. It's hard to, because we can only see what, what the media, I mean, what they put out for one, but the way Kyla kind of behaves, there was a lot of talk about, you don't see a lot of leadership from him. Um, the qualities that you look for in the leader aren't there. What 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 are your guys' take on Kyler Murray as a person? Is he is he the guy to take the the, the franchise forward? Knowing him personally, I would say <laughs> that uh, you know, <laughs> no. Um, look, I've been I've been out on Kyler Murray because of his footballing ability initially. In that, I just don't mm-hmm. I don't see mo- mobile first, arm second quarterbacks as being guys that are going to win you Super Bowls because they haven't yet. The facts kind of mm-hmm. back that up. And I think that, you know, he is reliant on Hopkins. We saw that last year. And he's also in the position to be at his potential best because he is in a scheme that is designed around those abilities that he has. So if he can't do it in Arizona with particularly last year and obviously Hopkins being out, maybe that year's changed. Maybe they do end up having a stronger finish to the end of the season. Maybe they certainly do better, of course, in that game against the Rams. 
uh, offensively. Well, maybe not because he had no time to throw anyway in that game. The Rams ran all over them on defense with that line. Yeah. But then to add in what happened this offseason with the removing passive aggressive removing from the mm. Instagram. So if, weird. if you're a player in that team, you look at that. And as you say, George, like you, you want to see a quarterback as a leader. It just, it, it's what comes with the position at this point in the modern NFL. And it always has been, you are the leader of the offense. You are the leader of the team. You are the most important person on the team. Cause you see the ball, every single play that you're on the field, unless it's, you know, some ridiculous wildcat formation. Even if it's a Philly special, you get the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you win Super Bowls <laughs> of that way. That's how it goes. But, mm. um, but so for him to do this weird childish and Ash from Ash in the NFL yeah. called it like, uh, you know, teenage playground, you kiss my boyfriend kind of thing, <laughs> which was yeah. the perfect way to put it. it. It's so childish and so unbecoming, mm. particularly of somebody in that position. It'd be childish anyway. I hate it when other receivers do it and, uh, and other stars, because we've seen it before happen in this off season. But for the quarterback to play those sorts of games, at least for everybody hating Aaron Rodgers about vaccination stuff or, or whatever else it is showing us his feet. Mm -hmm. He does an hour on Pat McAfee every single week talking about it fairly straight and honest. And I'd rather have that than this passive aggressive social media yeah. naffness. And so you have to look yeah. at it and think, is there an issue there? And I kind of get the feeling as like a Texas kid that being in Arizona, maybe he feels it's not, a big because Kyler Murray is a big thing in the NFL, and I wonder mm -hmm. if maybe he thinks, and again, this is reading massively way too into it, that if he'd been at a bigger media Market. hotspot, a bigger yeah. franchise as a, as a glamour name, the guy would love to play in Dallas, for instance. I'm sure of that. Yeah, Being a yeah. Texas kid in Dallas. And I wonder if he's a bit frustrated that the Cardinals are still and always will be the Arizona Cardinals rather than mm. anything else so that combined with the frustrations of what happens in the season and maybe there is a maybe a bit of a, a frustration with his own performances at times as well i don't know but yeah i just don't i don't see it being a match made in heaven anymore i don't think arizona can afford to bail out on him because i think he is still a incredibly has, have, has he signed a new deal yet or no, I'm, no I'm, that hasn't. statement felt like he was just angling to get as About, much money as possible yeah, yeah. and they shouldn't you offer just, him one either so no, he's, he's, well, like we said at the time he's not done enough to warrant it if you do enough so and you win enough games fine do it but if fine. you haven't then you well, haven't done enough. he's only on his third year right so they've got him yeah. for another two, two years at least, at least. and mm. then they can before franchise you franchise him, tag him. so Hmm. You know, if Lamar Jackson hasn't had his contract, yeah. then I don't think that... Well, it sounds like Lamar's it. trying to not stay at the Ravens from what I'm reading between those lines. Yeah, maybe. Well, That's true. Just go see, free I'm, agent it's and interesting you just said that. There was some noise. I, I don't know where it came from. Someone messaged me about it, about a potential... And I don't think there's any truth in it. A potential move for Lamar to the Miami Dolphins. And I know oh. there was... I know there was talk about his cousin um, in Hollywood Brown, and he shut that down immediately on Twitter, but I don't know where I couldn't find anything on this this particular news, but because he hasn't signed yet, obviously, as we know. Yeah. Um, but could you imagine him in that kind of squad with I mean a squad full of speedsters? You know, mm. speed does kill. So and then learn to yeah. throw the ball a bit more accurately. Like that's all I want from yeah. these quarterbacks. That's yeah. all I ever want from a from a Kyler Murray or anybody like that. And I mm. will always bring it back to Michael Vick became the best Michael Vick in Philadelphia when mm -hmm. Andy Reid said sit in a pocket and learn how to throw properly as opposed yeah. to scampering around all the time if yeah. Jackson does that which he has been doing by all accounts he has been working on his passing uh, if, if Murray did that and then 
basically they all become what Russell Wilson is, which is a great arm yeah. with mobility second. And then you stick somebody in Miami with that sort of talent. I mean, Sky's mm. then then they a could just, afford him. Or There's Ollie, no way just, they could just afford give that. you a Justin Herbert and you're set. I mean, that's, that's what you want. That's what everybody oh, wants. That's what, or a Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh, I'd take Herbert over. That's Burrow. what Ollie wants. Yeah, I would take I would take Justin Herbert too. Yeah, but I think so. that kind of going the um, the cousins route, isn't he? Where he's going to play on his deal and then have two franchise oh, tags thanks, and man. say, you know what? Okay, yeah. I'll take the free agent money. Let's let's see what you're going to pay me. Mm. Cousins has been making money, just like guaranteed money for a while, man. And he's stealing the people. Literally, do you think? <laughs> what's your take on 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 on? Oh, don't Kirk open Cousins. Pandora's Bear box. Don't oh, open no, Pandora's don't, box. Don't. Jazz, jazz. Oh, well, George, let so me start with... He can't win a... Well, he has unfortunately won a playoff game. And he has mm. unfortunately won a primetime game. But he's won maybe one of each. That's it. With Kirk Cousins, you get a player who's overhyped, who did really well in Shanahan's system and then McVeigh's system. And we've seen mm. what Jared Goff can do in McVeigh's system. So you've got no real barometer of how good he really is. When he went to the Vikings, he's got a great running back behind him in Dalvin Cook. He had Stefan Diggs and he had Adam Thielen. And then he had Justin Jefferson. So he's always been surrounded by a lot of talent, but they've never really managed to get over the hump and try mm. and get over the Packers. Now, I'm not trying to say that he should be doing that every year, but at the same time, with the talent they have had on both sides of the ball and with Mike Zimmer's defense when he was doing really well, there's mm-hmm. no excuse to do what he did. And he looked like a game manager, but he was getting paid as a superstar. Yeah, and getting all that guaranteed that, that's what money. It is. It's the money, isn't it? Yeah. Well, also I think it's crap, but in terms of the guaranteed <laughs> money, it doesn't stand the rest of the league in good stead if you pay someone like him 90 million guaranteed for three years and he doesn't yeah. produce what he needs to produce. Granted, yeah. thankfully, he stayed healthy. But that then hamstrings other players, although Watson, of course, has got his massive guaranteed deal. But it hamstrings other players that will maybe have leverage to try and say, well, actually, you know what? I should be getting paid guaranteed money like he was because look mm-hmm. what he did. It's not an, a risky deal, but he just makes it seem like the most ridiculous thing in the world. And why the Vikings stay with him, I have no idea. It must be because they think I've got no one else better. I'm confused Wasn't when there's the- so was- many quarterbacks kind of yeah. available and potential like draft prospects and stuff that they would continually pay None of, none of pay those him. guys, most most of these quarterbacks are uh, this free agency aren't as good as Kirk Cousins. Wasn't Kirk the first one to receive the guarantee? Yeah, the, uh, the very yes. first. I remember. Yeah, he was the first yeah. he was. That's why but I think I, it's so unfair that he so, was the so, one so to like, unless, So unless I, see it very, I see it very differently to Jazz. I think Ollie does as well. We kind of see him in lockstep with it. Well, I just see him as like, he's kind of like like Andy Dalton was at the Bengals when they were successful and they went to the playoffs like four years in a row. Mm-hmm. He's like that kind of, he's not like a top five guy and he's probably not never going to be. a top 15 be. guy. But he's, <laughs> you know, well, even if he's top 15, mm. that's still half of the quarterbacks starting in the league. I mean, so he like, doesn't not... start for 12 of the AFC teams. Exactly, but he's All not. All the four okay. other NFC teams I've mentioned He's before. not a like out and out mm. I'm going to change your franchise guy. No, yeah. But he is still yeah, paid a guy as if he should be. When, yeah, but when games and get you the playoffs. When Kirk Cousins got paid that so, money, he was one of the most reliable and consistent quarterbacks in the NFL. So at that point, maybe the Vikings overpaid, but they overpaid for somebody that consistently produced mm-hmm. very high quality numbers and performances in a bad Washington team. 
with so McVeigh I, and Shanahan as your offensive coordinator. Sure, sure, but we didn't know this at that time, right? I mean, uh, oh, we knew Carl Shanahan was a good offensive coordinator, but we but we didn't know if it was all Kirk Cousins or what. You're looking at the guy being a very consistent top level quarterback in the NFL, yeah. and you think, well, if we can sign him for a long term deal and get that sort of consistency out of him and put places around him, then boom, we've got a real chance to do something with it. I also think that Zimmer necessarily might not have been the guy. I think, as we've seen, he always came yeah, across to me as like a bit of a wet blanket. Yeah. As He's well. a very good defensive coordinator. That's right. So He's that's a defensive-minded guy. Yeah. He's a defensive-minded guy. Um, someone, What's uh, your take on it? Well, I was going to move on to the Cowboys, but I will touch on, on, on the Vikings. But I don't know. You're right, um, David. It's, it's a weird one because... Kirk isn't someone that screams out at you as, oh my God, Kirk Cousins. He doesn't come across like that at all. He's like slots towards the bottom half of Port. He's, he doesn't do anything amazing. He's always yeah. had, like you said, he's always, had, if you take away Thielen, Jefferson, Davin Cook, I mean, again, I don't know what much, what, what happens so much apart from the drop off in terms of his production. He isn't amazing. And you say he, they always, they're that mid range kind of team. I don't know what their record was last season. I can't really remember, but it, it's an, it is it is a weird one. I think it's the money for me that is it's the main thing for him to be getting yeah. that guarantee. And they just signed. I think it's thirty five million guaranteed. He just got again. Yep. Yeah, on yeah. top of the night, like what is happening? Why are they? Why? What do they but see? It, in but it him is. So I guess it's kind of where you see your franchise because I guess they've just played it safe with him because. The drop-off is still savage. You look at the bottom of the league about how bad, like, I don't know, a Sam Darnold at the Panthers last year can oh, work God, out yeah. or something. Mm. Like, started well. There's some really bad quarterbacks that can start in the league and it goes mm-hmm. really, really wrong. And suddenly your team wins four games in a year. And I guess the Vikings just weren't prepared to, like, take risks at it. And they were like, well, we've got a guy who's, like, top half probably in the league and can deliver... Mm-hmm consistently at different he's, teams he's like, like he's like matt ryan you know matt yeah ryan, no, matt, matt, ryan's similar, than uh, matt, matt ryan don't, gar- don't put that disrespect on he's matt a ryan's name. no but he's a guaranteed <laughs> four- matt ryan now not matt ryan like he's five a, years he's like a, still a, better than Kirk no, cousins in his but prime the, the thing that was always lobbied at matt ryan over the last few years has been look what you're going to get is what you get minimal interceptions what 11 maybe 12 max you'll get 30 mm-hmm. to 35 touchdowns and you'll get 4,200 yards yeah uh, Kirk Cousins is that guy, but maybe mm. with fewer interceptions, he still doesn't turn the ball over very often. So yeah, he's very exactly. safe. With and that, that that is he's valuable. Four, he's four thousand yeah. all the time, and he's at least thirty TDs every year. That that is very good quarterback numbers and consistency. And what you want, at least at that position, is to have consistency. It's not splashy it's not a, a great big name or anything like that and he's probably not going to rip the world alight week in week out no. but no. again you know if dalvin cook stays healthy for a full season if there's there's always there's a chance too. there's always a chance with a kirk cousins vikings team with those pieces around that they can make a big question a really weak nfc but i still don't trust a rate him at all it's a one-year deal isn't it he signed mm. two is it two yeah well if it's Either a one-year one, isn't it one with an option there's one with an option. What's okay. happened there is because they've got a new GM and new head coach. They're saying, okay, well, here's your addition, Kirk. You go and see what we can do because new regimes, new head coaches, new GMs invariably mean a quarterback change usually. Unless how, how old is he, Jazz? Sorry to interrupt Ooh, you. Because it, it feels like he's been in the league forever, doesn't it? You're going to say 33, yeah, 33. Okay, so he's, he's still got some good years there. 
Well, has he had good years at all? That's another question. <laughs> oh my God, it's I just don't like him. I just, I just, I don't like his celebration of how do you like that or how about that wherever he does when he comes in the locker room. I just want to slap him. Now we're getting down to yeah. it. This this I, just, I just can't stand it. <laughs> I just don't like the guy. I just don't like the guy, the individual. Yeah. No, I don't like him as a player. He, he he's definitely me. not top half. He's, he's definitely 17th at the best. When the Eagles brought in under Chip Kelly, brought in Sam Bradford, and I was like, mm. uh, yeah, he yeah. got Kirk, paid. Kirk Talking about someone getting paid, with... his rookie contract was amazing. Well, he was the last of the. the he was big, the last one of them. Yeah. Big payers, yeah. But like yeah. when Bradford walked in, he's far lesser of a quarterback than Kirk Cousins anyway. But you get that same sort of, uh, like if the Colts had gone out and got Kirk Cousins this year, George, you'd have been like, oh well, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's probably okay. similar to Ryan. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, okay. Well, we can I don't know. I think there's more of a hype yeah. train on Ryan than Kirk Cousins. Well, there's I like a, to hear. I would that. say so. There's I'd like to flat, hear that. There's but... a flat energy about Kirk Cousins when somebody says his there name, is. and 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 yeah. I don't really know why because nothing changes with Cousins, and maybe no. that's why. Like there is no. Like I think it's the money. Drink. I think it's the money. We're all. Everybody sees how much money, money he's getting yeah. paid and what he's putting it's out there. It's just not quite. It's not aligning, is it? You know, and everyone's like, that's not enough. I don't know. What is going wrong with the Cowboys? <laughs> Everything. Everything. I mean, thankfully. there is, again, another podcast. There is so much talk about the America's team and all of that oh, jazz yeah. and yeah, all yeah. the hype behind Jerry Jones and all this crap. Oh, yeah. They haven't been to a divisional round or won a division round since 1995 or some, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know if anyone watches Good Morning Football. I love the, I love the show, but... Um, Carl Brandit, one of the guys on there, went on a huge, huge off-script rant about the Cowboys. I mean, it's worth YouTube, and it, it was ridiculous, right? They haven't really done much in a very long time. For all the hype that we hear about Zeke, and now Pollard might on, on seat Zeke, and Amari Cooper is obviously gone, and all this Jerry Jones needs to step away a bit because he's getting too involved. I know it's his team or whatever, and then there's Dak. And there was so much talk about the Cowboys, but for what? Nothing. What have they actually done? They, yeah, but they built, they built a big ass stadium that AT and T. Great. That's like. gem, generally, I think the stadium has kept them on the NFL map a bit because mm. they had a lot of hype about moving into that place and hosting Super Bowls and hosting other events. And I think if you put them back in the old what the Astrodome in Dallas, I think that team suddenly looks a lot uglier as a mm. as a football team of oh you're going to fucking Dallas like that's a rough old place. It's yeah. a team that's inconsistent, that has high expectation and always underwhelms. And I think they've just wrapped it in a very nice package. And they have a very good marketing team that mm. keep mm-hmm. the Cowboys star relevant. And I think and that's why they're the most valuable franchise in the world. It's, bra- it's yeah. Yeah. I think they, they live off brand image so yeah. much. And Which is Jerry Jones. Jerry nothing. Jones is the one that made that. He did. He's mm-hmm. a brilliant businessman from that point of view. And I think that the the success they had in the nineties with the flashy bits with Irvin and Emmett Smith and Dion Sanders yeah. made a huge difference to the kind of swag the team had. But you're mm-hmm. very right, George. I think they took in. I remember when I started watching that their last playoff game they even played in '95, and then it took until <laughs> like 2009 yeah. before 10 it was before they got to the playoffs again. And it was a team that had talent everywhere. It was criminal that they underperformed like they did. Mm-hmm. And you have coaches that have come in that have not been right for the team or have just been an eight and eight. And that's what Jason Garrett was eight and eight every year. Mike mm-hmm. McCarthy is not the answer. I don't think he's no. that great a coach either. I think that you look at what he did in Green Bay. 
if he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, he's not head coach again in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, and you have to look at Zeke. I think Zeke was washed up three years ago, if I'm honest. That Tony Pollard should have been starting. Oh my God. Mm, They're still yeah. paying money. And it's, it's, again, it sounds terrible, but you look at what happened to Todd Gurley and the Rams. You overpay a running back too much money and then he blows out his knee and then he's never the same player. And I don't want to see that because I want to see running backs get paid like they deserve. But at the same time, they're that one hit away. Like yeah, some receivers it's already are. happening to McCaffrey. Oh yeah, yeah, because he, he gets the ball uh, three hundred times sorry, a season. Yeah, this is why. This is why I was so shocked at why the Steelers did. I know we're changing subjects again, but what they, how they've ridden on. Um, uh, forget his name, Najee Harris. Because um, I'm so scared for him. Yeah, very scared for him. I get Big Ben's on his way out and he's now gone and you don't really have much. Claypool is great and Deontay is great and Juju is gone and all that. But they, I'm sure they know this. If you ride a running back like that and you play them every single game and you you, you hand off the ball how many times and they're, they're running into guys over and over again, they are going to get hurt. Yep. It's a matter of fact, especially, especially as a running back. 17-game season now as Even well. Even Derek Henry last year, yeah. Yeah, exactly. he was, he's been the Iron Man for the last like couple of years. No one is no one is invincible. Nobody. I no. mean, all, uh, it, it kind of it's the same way that the Bills worry me about why they didn't go and get a big back, a big running back, because Josh Allen seems to be their number one guy, aside yeah. from how Singletary kind of came on strong towards the end of the season. But it baffles me. Josh Allen is your guy, right, for the foreseeable future. He's taken leaps and strides to get better. Why do you sacrifice him as your guy number? It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. They do use no. him too much in the running game still. Way yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah. Way Considering too much. how I good a passing he is now, yeah. Yeah, some I get that, it. You want to win. might be his own decision-making as well at times. I mean, Alan... Yeah, sure, yeah. Give himself... Oh, they're trying to find a way to crucify Josh Allen. Mentally, not there. Yeah. It's back just, on the yeah, running back do, point, though, do you not think yeah. it's just indicative of how the NFL is treating running backs more of a commodity that can be replaced easily? Because you have yeah. players coming out of college producing straight off the bat quite a lot of times recently. Yeah. So if you have a, the chance to draft someone high or even in the mid-rounds and they come in and produce straight away, well, here's your four-year contract or three-year contract, depending when they're signed for. Let's run them into the ground and in three years' time, let's get another one, which I think mm. is a terrible way to treat a human being but again, like we said before, NFL is business first, isn't it? So they have to look at what's going to be most cost-effective for them and how can they get the most production on the field. I love Najee Harris being a Steelers fan. And I hope that he's there for multiple years. But at the same time, with like we have a Le'Veon Bell, he was ridden very hard too. And you can now yeah. see it after he took yeah. his year out, he's never been the same player. But what about he- Taylor? You should be worried about Taylor, George, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that going to happen with him? I don't think it would be the case if we do... I think we're going to do and provide some support on the outside because we can't, you're right. We can't do that. We are a great running side. Um, Jack Doyle was a great blocking tight end and Zach Pascal was a great blocking wide receiver who were both out the door. Obviously we had JT, but I think, and I don't know why the teams just, they seem to do it over and over again, but the end result is you lose that player's capability. They're not the same. You've got, um, you've got a nice, is, um, cause you got, uh, Naheem Hines, who I yeah. love as a oh, yeah, replacement back yeah. as well. But yeah, yeah. Still got, he's, still, about him. he's still got Marlon Mack on the roster at the end of this year as well. Yeah, so this is weird. Marlon Mack and Jordan Wilkins. I think Wilkins is already gone. I think we let him go. I don't know where he went. He's on the practice squad, actually, for someone else. So we're down to, um, you mentioned Hines and JT. But Marlon Mack, is, I know he had his, I think it was Achilles or ACL. He could probably he's start great. somewhere else, right? Yeah, he's yeah. really I don't good know why back. he's not been signed. We, I think He'd be great, the Bills. He, yeah, there you go. 
Exactly. Initially, for me, it was Melvin Gordon that'd be great at the Bills. But if it means that we can That's keep fair. him, I'm so mm. down to keep him because I think he's been like you know underrated. It's the injury, you know, you have that kind of injury and players, teams don't really want to touch you again. So it's down to you to kind of you know prove him wrong. That, that year that um, he got injured, I mean, obviously again coming back from injuries, but that year he got injured, it was like Marlon Mack is really getting into yeah. this now. We were starting yeah. to see his yeah. his real best, and he's had some really good flashy little streaks mm-hmm. in his brief tenure so far in the NFL. Yeah. Like yeah. that's I love a, him. That's a wonderful trio if you can get Marlon Mack again. Penny's on the. But do you need a trio? Do you need a trio of running backs? Well, you do if you want to keep Jonathan Taylor in his perfect form for mm-hmm. going into the playoffs. Like if you want to take yeah. the yeah, pressure off and use him when you need him. I mean, again, that's yeah. why I think the Browns have got it so perfectly done with Hunt and Chubb because it's just yeah. It's just, and I mean, they're, they're all kind yeah. of one A, one B, aren't they? With Chubb slightly better. Like Hunt on his own is Chubb's good better to win a football game, isn't he? Chubb is better. He, he, he is a lot. He's, better. He is better, but it's not like head and shoulders. I don't think. Like no, the trouble you have there, though, is they've committed so much money to that one position. Now you've paid to yeah. Watson so much, you can't afford to keep both of them. So Kareem yeah. Hunt's going to have to go because you're going to keep is, Chubb. This is just yeah. This is yeah, why we look at the Bucks. He'd be great signing and. The Bucks, a lot of them have taken the lesser money to come and play uh, with with Brady. Brady. I mean, mm, yeah, yeah. And Brady, so is he. they know, yeah. He he, so the he, yeah, they give them a he gives them all a chance to win another ring. Um, and yeah. I guess there's only one guy who retired on the O line. I forget his name. Everybody else has pretty much come back. Chris God- Godwin has signed that sixty million contract after his eight. He's done well to sign that contract after his ACL tear. I don't know what mm-hmm. the guaranteed money is, but to get that money I after know. that injury is a big deal. Yeah. But again, he's but, you know he's an outrageous talent in terms of if you know yeah. that you've got that chemistry and connection with the quarterback already yeah. coming back. I mean, that's that's a wonderful setup to have. Like you can't take mm-hmm. away the the ability to telegraph each other in in that sense. I mean, like if Cooper Cup busts his knee next year, but it's Stafford and Cup the year after, I'd still pay Cup whatever he wants to kind of be in that Stafford Cup <laughs> connection yeah. again because those sorts of of connections are a few and far between. So yeah, I, I, it is. It's big money, but it doesn't surprise me that the Bucks go and sod it. Like, give this guy what what he kind of needs. But then mm. with the Bucks too, like I said, with Brady taking less money, Bill Belichick's always said the reason why it was great having Brady being paid the sort of seventeenth QB in the league, which means that when their free agents came up to say, "I want big money," well, Tom makes this, so you can't make more than he does, yeah. which sets the trend <laughs> for the whole team. And you have Mike Evans consistently restructuring mm. his contract and taking less money to try and win something, which is so rare in the NFL yeah. and I rate it so highly yeah. that that's the reason why they've managed to keep more of their pieces together interesting to see if they manage to sign Gronk because Fournette's now re-signed if I'm not mistaken and yeah, uh, yeah, Ryan yeah. Jensen came think, back as well I think they're making a good yeah. point on the Around the NFL podcast Jazz about Gronk they were just saying he doesn't want to practice so okay. like he'll probably just sign right before the season starts which yeah. makes why not? sense yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him I'll tell you firsthand. right when I used to go to games and we'd have to get there like three hours earlier and you're doing all the drills on the planet and you're sweating profusely and you're like, well, I haven't even played the game yet and I'm already like completely dead. So I get what Gronk in that sense, obviously he's older now and he knows what his body's like. He's obviously not as, he's, he's, I think he cracked quite a few ribs in one of those games and was out for a while, right? Mm. So they all know. And and plus they only get to do that when they become that guy. Gronk is that guy. He's proven it. He's done it over and over again. So he can kind of do that. Yeah, don't you? They're not going to put any pressure on him to show up to bloody training camp. They know he's coming back. Although we did say he'd love to play with Joe Burrow, but that's before Brady obviously came back. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, here's here's something. They've got a good tight end already. This is a claim that was made, George. No, he's gone. I need to get your opinion on this. 
Yeah, he uh, gone to the. Is he? I think. Oh, sorry, I didn't see yeah. that. All right, he was a free agent, wasn't he? Andre tried to claim that the AFC North now has four black quarterbacks in it. Because oh, he, because, of because he's claiming Joe Burrow. <laughs> I tell you what, swag. There was he's a got quote. so much swag. <laughs> there was a quote on a, again another podcast where they said That's Joe Burrow is the only quarterback who could sharpen it, sharp at a cookout wearing his chain and glasses, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy is like got all the swag in the world." <laughs> I did see that. See, Joe Burrow, right? Funny. I wonder whether I'm, I'm sitting here. And I think I listen to all the all the stories in the world and everything about what they've done, and they've reinforced that O line, which is desperately needed because yes. you know the guy took what was it yeah. nine sacks against the Titans or something stupid and still, yeah. won, still the won the game though yeah still won the game um but can they run it back can they get to the can they get to the Super Bowl can they can they can they get back to that game again do I don't think, think so it? it's no, always no. hard isn't it there's always a Super Bowl hangover yeah. for the losers they always mm. do very poorly the next year but then again I don't see how they don't win the AFC North I don't see the Ravens getting over that hump we don't know what the Browns are going to be because of Deshaun Watson and the Steelers, who knows who's going to be QB with the array of talent they have. It doesn't matter. They'd be lucky to finish nine and eight again at this rate. Ravens um, are an interesting one. Yeah, because again, the, all the all the hype around mm. Lamar and Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews and the defense as well is no it's no bad thing back there. But again, it's whether or not they can keep everyone healthy. They, they was really struggled last year once Marlon Humphrey went down. Yeah. yeah. They had oh, so that was a big loss. Actually, so actually. You say it, yeah, they were, they had tons of injuries and they lost all their quarterbacks of, and their running backs. And I kind of, I mean, they ended up with Devontae Freeman. And did Bell not end up there? And then he was traded. He away did. Then he went. Then he went to Kansas, or was that their no? Way he went to Bucks. Went to the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Bucks, right? Yeah. And don't think so, I mean, not mistaken. I don't know if they if they do well with what they had. Mm. Mark Andrews is a G. I mean, I love that guy. Oh he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a, a formidable tight end. But the Ravens are an interesting one. I don't. It's like you said, can you you can't visualize the jump, can you? You just can't see them making that extra jump and yeah. taking command. They, they haven't brought in the players in the offseason either. They've been pretty quiet, really, haven't they? So mm. I don't know. And the um, loss of Orlando Brown, their O line was a huge, huge yeah. loss. But did, what, yeah. what, was, what did they go? Did they win? They win nine games still, even despite all those injuries and stuff. Possibly though. was it eight, sure. eight or nine? Like they did it's well, of... so they've still got a really low floor, haven't they? Like a high floor, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot like of injuries not, to overcome. You know, definitely. yeah, like the coaching and stuff. Like, they're just one of those organisations, kind of like the Steelers. Just well just run. Don't, yeah, I know. They I just consistently don't see have being... ways to grind out being a decent yeah. team. I mean, going into yeah. the start of last year, they were down three running backs and three corners, I think, in week mm-hmm. one. And everybody had already written them off mm. even before they obviously lost Lamar midway through the season as well. But it was a, yeah. okay, well, whatever. They They have a really good next man up sort of attitude where you actually believe it you know when other teams say it, it's like yeah. well it's just next man up and you're uh, like exactly but it's, but it's not yeah. next man up is it but you it's not I mean? you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win four games yeah that's why like talking about you know trubisky at the beginning of the podcast that's why i trust the steelers and tomlin to probably get to 10 wins even if they start trubisky because they're just that kind of organization yeah um we should have just... much easier schedule this year as well yeah last year we had the hardest schedule in football and we still had a winning record and that defense, that defense to the Steelers is so. That's so. I was said before, Miles Jackson there is a huge boon because. Oh yeah, I'm glad that he's getting to play at a good team. TJ, Devin Bush, Miles Jack, Highsmith is an up and coming. 
player. That's one hell of a linebacking core. And then you add in Cam Hayward and Stefan Tua and then Tyson Alawala uh, up to your front three. That front mm-hmm. seven is really, really good. We just need a couple of corners. If we get a couple of corners that can cover really well, we'll be absolutely laughing. Because you got Minka back there as well. Let's not forget. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love so how that's like an additional. Oh, Minka as well. Forgot about yeah, that. I mean, yeah. I, I, the thing is, he's so good, it's a given, is the thing. Yeah. Early Super Bowl picks. Oh. Chargers. Bills and... Chargers, no, Chargers okay. the coaching and the Chargers will screw it up. Oh, have, they have all the yeah, talent I, in the world. The Chargers yeah, will screw that. up. Somebody, somebody has to that. get out game, like sort game management at some point. That's Herbert, the thing. That's the thing Herb, they should be Herbert working on. Herbert will change season. that. Herbert is going to change everything there. I think. They, I mean, he's he's been there two years, and the, the coaches still suck. <laughs> they still make horrific decisions. I'm not saying the coaching staff might not change, but yeah, but it probably not Bills. this year. Bills. Bills I'm going Bills because the Chiefs won't have the ability to keep up. And then Tampa Bay probably. You reckon? Well, he's um, bringing back, back and they're though. bringing back all the all the cast. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to have like an insane chip on his shoulder for somebody who's got six Super Bowl rings that they. Especially went out now last that year. I think when so, you unretire, it's a it's, you know it's a big thing to to to, yeah. to do and be yeah. in Tom Brady. But quickly, who did um? Because obviously the Bills have Dawson Knox, who I love the tight end. But didn't they sign who was the other tight end? OJ Howard. OJ Howard. OJ Howard from the Bucks, who was great yeah. for a while, but then Bray and, yeah. and no, I'm going Bills. This Bills 100. percent I want I want the Bills as well. I yeah. think the yeah. yeah. I, Josh Allen deserves it. I was talking yeah. George um, to these guys about the Falcons are going to be terrible this year, so I kind of need like mm-hmm. a second team so I can kind of <laughs> pin my flag to. And it's it might be the Colts because of Ryan, but the other mm-hmm. team would be the Bills because I'd yeah. really love them to win a Super yeah. Bowl. Um, I think they're just a great all-round team. And Sean McDermott, head coach, I just—he's a great guy. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, there's, there's well nothing not to yeah. love, really, is there? Yeah, and, the, I and agree. that fan base should, deserves it. And oh yeah, my god, there, can you imagine the table smashing when they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Table. They thought the Philadelphia riots are bad. Wait till Buffalo does it. I know. Like, honestly, Hardware stores have been getting metal yeah. shows. Like, no, no, Literally. no, we don't sell tables here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, did you pick on NFC? I don't think you can see anyone else, but the Bucks really. The Rams, the Rams. I can see the Rams again. going back. Oh, the yeah. Rams. That's two mm-hmm. teams because the Packers losing Devontae Adams. Oh no, no, massive. Packers ain't. Packers no, ain't. Yeah. ain't no, no, there's no. Never, no one's out of the NFC East is going to do it either. So, to mm. be one of those. I say, yeah, Bills definitely for what me. If, I don't know. I, the Niners. There's something about the Niners if they keep putting themselves. Really? In. Yeah. What, I don't know what they've got. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to be no. It's but it's the defense and and a running game. It's going to be or really, the fear of the unknown of what we don't really, know. Really, really boring, some, and it'll be like seven mm. weeks of working out what Lance is and all that kind of stuff. I, I just don't. They think won't have seven weeks to figure it out though, because the Rams will run away the division by that point. Well, the Bucks will be well ahead. I, the, I, the think, I think just Lance is the... going to be a bust. To be honest, the fact That's they didn't I throw him in at the end of last year with all the problems they had and with nah, Jimmy G, I don't, like I don't hobbled. buy the putting Bush. a putting a. Rookie QB in those situations, especially as must-win game, doesn't it? The, the really 49ers were the, one of the hottest teams in football at that point. They were the team mm-hmm. no one wanted to get in, and that's why when they went to Green Bay, I it sounds like I'm kind of big in myself. I mean, gosh, you mentioned was... you mentioned Trey Lance. You got a feel for Jordan Love, man. Damn, that guy is not going to see the field. <laughs> I don't know what is going on there. It I don't know what they're going to do with him. I think it's what do you do with him? Not to not yeah. to see the field, though. Oh I mean, yeah, of course, but. You are. He's probably thinking. It's it's all good, man. Yeah, it's going to be a while before. It could be a case where you know no one's really seen him play because he hasn't played. Um, 
what do you do? Because you don't have a backup plan outside of Rogers now. Rogers is obviously there for the rest of his career till he retires. Mm. But, but when will that be? Trade... It might be this. Might be end of this year. Who knows? I mean, who knows? But Jordan Love must be feeling like shit right now. He probably feels <laughs> like, just like Aaron yeah, Rodgers did when Brett Favre was doing the exact same thing. There you go. So you think to yourself, well, Aaron Rodgers there will be a, a more rounded human being and not do what Brett Favre did, which is <laughs> just hold yeah. the Packers over a barrel. Yeah, not at all. But that's what he's doing. Well, but Blue Mountain State taught us that the backup quarterback position is the best position <laughs> in the world, so it's fine. Like, it did teach us that, you're right. Good. You never have yeah. to actually take the field. It's golden. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. stay healthy. I'll still take in the money. I'll get the drip down. It's Ma'am. all good. The trickle down? <laughs> wow. <laughs> he no, went there. No, it's the... Um, you didn't say the fullness of that line, yeah, but yeah. I, I think the Rams are going to be the best team in the NFC, but I wouldn't count out the Niners just yet. That's all I think. What's the Rams for the Super Bowl? You can yeah, yeah, Rams, Rams Chargers. Rams Chargers, okay. LA, mm, LA Derby. Yeah. Chargers. It's in Arizona, Chargers. right? This yeah, year? Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, same this year, next year. Jeez, imagine being Kyler in that. They ain't, they ain't seen that. That's not happening. Because it would be the third year, right? In a row. Third in a row, yeah. Third in a row. Yeah. Yeah, not, it's not happening. Not Sorry, Cardinal fans. <laughs> yeah, it right. was shocking that the Rams did it a little bit to me. I was convinced mm. the Bucks were going to beat them, and then, of course, they didn't. So I was... It's yeah. been quite fun seeing that narrative play out twice and seeing the um, the Bengals fans be the home fans in the LA Rams stadium because they were louder mm-hmm. by all accounts. Yeah. You said, "Oh, weren't they?" Uh, yeah, the Bengals were just a bit louder, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but the the NFC Championship game it was split down the middle, without mm. a doubt. The noise was was even. But it shouldn't be because it's game. a home game for the Rams. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's why you play a home game. But LA didn't care. I mean, that was a really sad thing about it. Like they won it and no one really cared. Like you walked out of that stadium wow. and there wasn't a big party in the street or anything like that that we mm. saw. You know, it was just, all right, cool. We're winners again as a city. See you later. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> like, Indy will tear the place apart again, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I hope, I just hope we get there, man. Because I mean, I the, the, how I even supported the Colts is when I first picked up the game of Madden, however long ago, and the first team that popped up was the Colts. That was the first team, and that's just stuck with them ever since. Um, so there was no like band, well, there's nothing to be bandwagon really about. I know we've won the, the, the won the thing with Peyton, and he's obviously gone off to the Broncos and done the same. But did that? Yeah, hurt? I just, just that hurt a little um, bit. No, do you know what? It didn't. I was really happy for him. Peyton, there's nothing. There's not a bone in Peyton's body that I or. or there's nothing I could hate him for. You know, he we obviously we released him, didn't we? We cut him, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We were like, right. But yeah, of course, yeah. But Peyton is Peyton. There's, I can never hate the guy, and I'm glad to see that he went off and did what he did with 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 Denver. I think they destroyed. Was it Seattle? They destroyed in the in the Super Bowl for that game. No, no, no it was, uh, this, was the, the, oh, the, the, the Seahawks got destroyed, Seahawks murdered. That's the, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, that's the one. Yeah. I think um, what's his name? Percy Harvin scored a touchdown on the first opening kick return. I think or something of the crazy. Second half opening of kick the second half. second half. No, it was yeah. uh, Manning had the safety on the first play of the game. Oh yeah. Because that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. That we were we were watching it in a bar in Brooklyn, and we'd made a joke of like any big oh, play nice. we've got to do tequila shots. It was all you can eat and yeah. drink for seventy five bucks from kickoff to the wow. full time whistle. All beers on tap, all house spirits, all food on wow. the menu. It was you must awesome. have been wrecked. Uh, we stayed out till about <laughs> four that night. To be honest, it was a big wow. one. But um, but yeah, so we'd made a nice. thing of any major play, any special teams touchdown or anything like mm-hmm. that. You got to do tequila shots. And the first play, the ball goes over Peyton's head for a Starts safety. Hanging. And we're like, we've got to start with tequila shots this whole goddamn yeah. night. God, picture of bar, tequila, please. Thank you. Did um, we get your pick for the NFC, George, for the yeah. Super Bowl? So Bill's AFC for you. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the Rams. Oh, man. Yeah, Rams. I mean, Vormland has gone, right? He's, he's gone there, won the ring, and he's left again. He's gone to the OBJ, Bills. Gone to the Bills, yeah. OBJ, good for the Bills. OBJ, yeah. I don't really know what his intentions are. My 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 initial feeling was, because obviously they've got Alan Robinson, right, who this is the best quarterback he's had since, God, what, college days, I think. Mm. Yeah. And I've loved that guy, personally. I've, I know he had a throwaway season last season, but... Um, I like what the Rams are doing. Uh, the Rams, are doing. I think there's, they might be bringing in Bobby Wagner, right? And there's talk of bringing in Bobby there's Wagner. There's talk of that, yeah. Of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be great for them but too. Can they afford him? Well, I, this is the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they clearly don't really care about picks because they've, you know, they went all in and they won the, they yeah. won the damn thing with Stan Kroenke, you know, shelling out for Rams but not giving Arsenal any money. That's another conversation. Um, but they're still trying to re-sign Aaron Donald too, aren't they? Or get a, a yeah, I mean, done with him. There was even there was even talk about Donald calling the day because yeah. you know, yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me with the way things are going right now. But I'm 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 a firm believer in uh, Stafford is a very is always been an underrated quarterback. He's just been in a rubbish position with the, with the Lions and they did him dirty massively um, by yeah. keeping him keeping him there. But uh, yeah, I'll go Rams. I'll go Rams. I can see that. What about the Colts? Where do they get to? Do you think? Oh God! Yeah, I mean, I've got to ask. You've just got your yeah, starting you quarterback put in place. Yeah, I mean, you, if you don't win that division, that that that's a real problem, right? Not really. We the Titans the are a good team, dude. Yeah, uh, Titan, yeah. Um, I think we. I think, I think as it stands, with the weapons that we have, we're not beating the we're not we're not beating the Titans at the minute. If you ask me that question, come I don't know how many weeks when free agency ends and whatever whatever deals we make. I will say that we will beat the Titans and we'll, we'll win that division. Because if we don't, like you say, I think it's an issue. I do think it's an issue because, um, you know, I say it again, JT is, is a ridiculous talent, but we can't just solely depend on that. You cannot, yeah. it doesn't yeah. work that way. I wish you guys um, had picked up Robert Woods instead of the Titans. That would have been a Robert great Woods song. or Alan Robinson, who I loved. I wish he didn't go to the, to the Bears in the first place. Love yeah, that what a waste. Um, yeah. Like a kind of do it all, big body, yeah, safe know. hands, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's at the same time, yeah. you can't really say to a free agent, come and sign for us. Oh, who's your quarterback? Oh, we don't yeah, know. Exa- yeah. yeah. This is the yeah. thing. It's, there was no pool factor, was there? But No. Mitch Trubisky, and, and because no, we I'm didn't... out, actually. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Trubisky's a weird one, isn't it? They somehow, because he backed up, and I'm sidetracking here, but um, well, just to say your point, Colts, I think we've all talked the division. Um, how far, obviously, I don't, we're not going to go. I'll just say we ain't going to go win the Super Bowl. It's not happening. Um, and I'll say that openly. We're not. We're not there yet. We're not there yet at all. And I hope we get there. Um, we'll take the spot off the Titans. God, how far can we actually go? It makes me nervous just actually thinking about it. To be honest, <laughs> you have to sweat you just thinking. About it, it. it really does make me nervous just because I can't stop thinking That's about that fan. game with the the drag. Yeah, it's 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 very painful. You're the only person um, in this conversation that has any hope of seeing their team really in the playoffs as well. So there's yeah. a lot no, of pressure. Like, I know. Yeah, just but enjoy. Like, yeah. enjoy. Put it this way. If you take out Wentz and you plug in Jimmy G, I know we haven't got Jimmy G. Jimmy G or Matt Ryan in that in that game against the Jag, we win. That's what that's what that's that's my take on that. We win with the guys that we had, we win. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a 
Yes, I don't really like. I don't really like talking about the Colts too much right now until so I see play, more. So play, so wild well. card, wild card, or divisional round? Do you think you you guys will go? Yeah, divisional. I'll go divisional. Divisional. Be, I don't like. That would be a, a good result after last year. At yeah. least, yeah, something to to okay. make progress on. And then, I mean, who knows? The the next QB class is meant to be amazing. So if it's a case yeah. that we I don't know make some moves in the in the in the, in the picks and we we decide to go and get. Because we've already restructured Matt Ryan's contract to create some more cap space, which tells mm-hmm. me that we know we need to do more. Yeah. Hopefully, we do the right kind. Of, like Jarvis Landry, I'd take him hands down. I'll take yeah, him. Yeah, it'd be like, a really good safety. Absolutely. Safety net. Yeah, exactly. Him and break. Julio Jones, you got chain movers, and let Pittman go down the field. Mm-hmm. I would definitely take that. Um, but until then, I just sit and wait every day and keep refreshing to see what we've done and look at all the rumors. <laughs> at the minute, the rumor is Tyron Matthew. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah, that'd be great though. Two leaders like yeah. him and Leonard on that defense would be exceptional. Oh, yeah. Again, I'll that Jags it. game, you were just looking around for somebody to grab it by the horns. There still wasn't that kind of right reaction, I don't think, from Leonard even in the uh-huh. in certain moments in that game. Tyron Matthew doesn't let that happen, I don't think. Mm. Yeah, it just he's a different a point. different beast as a leader. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if you get if you get him, that is a I like the Colts. I don't think they'll win it, but I do like him. No, I agree with you. We won't win it, not yet. I Fun team. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to, we lack a bit of personality. So Tyron Matthew, you know, he's got, he's a big character, so he would do good for yeah. the locker room, I think. Right, man. We've taken up so much of your time. Yeah, you thank you so much. Thank you, buddy. Like that, George. Uh, where can everybody find your stuff quickly? George on sports and also socials, mainly Instagram and Twitter. Um, a lot of it is the NFL, but I do also cover the F one. Um, big UFC fan as well. So catch me on there and hit me up if you want to chat. Wait, was that to us or anybody else? <laughs> anybody else anyway hey listen feel free dms are open man go for it <laughs> i will never say no to talking to you. That's a fact.